Hey there, Guten Morgen. Well, it's 4.20, actually. I woke up having a dream about, I was at, like, kind of in an, I think it was in an elevator with some other people we were talking about. Um, when I'm president, <laughs> and, uh, I said, yeah, they asked me about, uh, you know, it might have been in, about in prison, but I think in, in general, like, what about drugs, uh, you know, and, uh, and I said that in my utopi utopioid version, of the future that we could grow our own pot and then and uh, one of those people said hey I gotta show you I gotta show you something and uh then I went I went towards kind of like a fire exit or something um and then I woke up so I don't know what this person was going to show me <laughs> but but I started thinking about how nice it would be if people could grow all the fucking pot they wanted and actually um you know sell it back to the dispensaries as they become a loyal supplier you know a trusted supplier and, uh, so basically, um, could become your own pot grower. That, that'd be awesome, I think. Uh, it'd be good for the economy. It, and I don't think people should have to pay taxes on that either. I think if you're doing something as a green thumb, that you shouldn't be held back or taxed or... You know, you're doing something good for society because it's Mother Nature's mess. In my dream, too, we can, we gave thanks to Mother Nature. I did. I gave thanks to Mother Nature for this medicine. And by the way, um, um, I myself, I use it for medicine. Just a little bit. Um, tiny bit, like, you know, a couple times, once or, like yesterday I didn't smoke at all. Um, and I didn't really, uh, I didn't miss it at all. It's actually not, uh, you know, we, we form a, an an addiction to it because we are it's not addictive it but it's um you can become like if you if you're an addictive personality then yeah you you're going to think you're addicted but it's actually not an addicting addictive 
not drug, but med medicine. Okay, anyway, I want to learn, I want to hear some more, um, I want to hear some more Donald Marshall, Don Marshall. That's the only Donald I want to hear from. Aaron! Aaron! He made that song. Um, Nelly Furtado. Six years ago, complete paranormal central. <laughs> Mr. Donald Marshall, are you there? Right on. Hey, Donald. Howdy. All right, let's get him on the big Howdy. screen behind Howdy. us. Stand Central by, stand by. Six years ago. We've got Kim the lights a little bit. I got to... Hold on here, Donald. We're uh, going to get you on the big screen right behind us. Yeah, the... I have my director ah. doing everything this for me, <laughs> which is him. <laughs> hold on here, hold on. It's all going, Donald. All right. Um, probably going to need to speak a little louder. So that's not going bad. All right, right on. Yeah, I'm going to turn you up down here. Okay. All right. And uh, Alan has got you on the screen now. He's going to bump it up a little bit and make it full screen here. Now, you guys all have to remember, it's just Alan and myself in the studio. We don't have, like, a major budget or anything. Uh, it's just us two. We don't have a camera crew. There he is. Yeah. Right on. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Marshall. Um, so what time is it over there? Uh, 10 after 10. 10 after 10. So hope it's not past your bedtime, man, because we're going to keep you on for about an hour and a half. Well, I'll have to make it. <laughs> right on. Is, is everybody like, okay, everybody in chat, can you hear them? Like, sound off here. Let me know. Okay. Um, right on. All right. Well. You know, we Skyped a couple of days ago just to make sure that we had um, the signal strength and everything was going good with your camera and our camera. And uh, I told you basically the reason why we are having you on tonight. Um, you know, we talk about everything here on the show. Uh, Illuminati, conspiracy theories, reptilian, aliens, the whole nine yards, man. And Alan has been talking hey, about more, you. More volume for Donald, okay? Okay. They sounded off. There's a okay. hundred and something people said too low. Just on chat, okay. Um, and um, and Alan has been talking about you, man, for a long time. He's been following you for over four years now. And he's been telling me, and I heard about you as well. And, and, and I, you know, in this show, I need some type of proof, all right, Donald, to, to even, to, for me to even say, wait a minute, there's got to be something going on here. And I told you when I saw the tweet from Nicki Minaj, and then I did some a little bit more research than B.O.B. the rapper, and then somebody else did a uh, you know a tweet as well. And I said, okay, why would they? Matter of fact, I just showed Alan on BET's website, dude. B.O.B. is talking about cloning centers on the BET website, Black Entertainment website. All right, that's on there. All right. Okay, so that's why I have you on tonight. Because if they're going to put that stuff on there, then then you know there's something to it. They're ready for prime time. Right. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people that are there are real scared to say anything about it. Right. It's uh, you know it's kind of like 
forbidden to give up this secret to multiple secrets. Right. Well, kind of like bad things happen, though, don't they? For people well, to talk uh, about it. The worst things, yeah. They can, um, well, they can be killed uh, in conventional ways, or they can be remotely killed from uh, manipulating their clone bodies remotely. Um, or they can even just be rendered uh, mentally impaired after a time, also by messing with their clones in ways. Um, and it's been done with different people. Okay. Died. Like um, let's see. Well, well, let's let's let's, let's introduce everybody to you, because you know our fans. Um, like I said, this is a subject where. I, I, I've been talking, we've been talking about the Illuminati for a long time. He needs to be louder okay. still. Okay, yeah. Um, is that as loud as you can get? I got that full blast on this side. Is, can you talk a little bit louder for us? I can try. I got this uh, microphone headset in to make it less Oh, okay. Um, let's see if uh, Mr. Ellen can, you know what I'm going to do? Okay, I'm just going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to crank it on the master over here. Hold on. Come on All right, God. go ahead and say something, Donald, for me. Okay. Testing, testing. All right, well, let's try that. Hope I'm not peeking over here. Let me look at the volume on our end here. Check one, two, three. Check. All right. Check one, two. Check one. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. I guess the, that's as high as we could get him, guys. Yeah. Um. You know, I've I've got it. I've got it pegged. Bye. Hold on here. You got a lot Bye. of fans in the chat, Donald. Uh, Lots of them. Good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can hear you guys loud and clear. Okay. Well, let's, let's, hopefully we can, uh, like I said, I've got you peaked up pretty loud, so we'll see what happens there. Okay. Um, introduce everybody to you, Donald. Um, how did you get involved in this cloning centers? How, how, I mean, start off from the very beginning, man. Okay. Well, Donald Marshall. Um, uh, I, I first... Became involved with them when I was toward well, almost five, probably at the end of my fourth year, being five years old. I uh, opened up my eyes. I opened up my eyes one day, and I was at this place. It was, um, looks like a small sport venue, um, like a hockey rink, but instead of ice in the center dirt, hockey boards all around, and people in the stands. I didn't know how I'd gotten there. I thought that I'd been kidnapped or something, that I'd been brought there, but it wasn't even me as my real body. It was me as a clone. Um, it's a different kind of clone, though. The clones people typically assume are what clones are. They, they, they're raised up from a baby. Uh, grown in test tube, raised up from a baby, and it's a real slow process, but that's replication cloning. They can also do duplication cloning. And duplication cloning forms a absolutely, well, almost totally identical copy of yourself. And they, they can activate these things while you are in REM sleep with a, what they call a consciousness transfer. But what I want to know, though, is, is how, why did they chose you, though? How did you get down there? Why, why did they chose you? Well, they chose me because they wanted to use me for, uh, to be molested by rich old people. Okay, but why you? Why not like me? Or why not Alan? Or why not my wife? 
You follow me? I mean, why? Why is there something special about you? No, they get all kinds of kids there. I was just one of them. I was a cute kid. Okay, and, and how how old were you when you went there? Uh, they're well, almost five or five. Five five, five years old. Okay. So they like them young, huh? Oh yeah, they're pretty sick like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's a lot to it though. There's a lot of factors as to why they get them there. Okay. Um, it would take a while to tell you all of that, and that's just their, the psychology of a sick mind, right? Right. right. Um, but then it's, it also has to do with aliens as well. Um, aliens are pretty pervy. There's, there's a bunch of different kinds, and uh, there's a lot of lizard types, but there's more than one type of lizard type. Um, I met them, they could talk, a lot of them, and uh, it's really plain very just you know plain and they're, they're just there sometimes like to come out and talk but they usually stay out of sight because everyone's nervous about them in the in the stands see what happened how it got so weird with me is they brought me there to be used but uh i would scream and cry and stuff so <clears throat> I guess they felt bad for a minute. And they said, "Well, what else are you good for? Can you sing, sing or dance or anything?" <laughs> so then I started singing this song, just to, because well, the original time I was there, I thought they were never going to allow me to escape. I'd seen their faces; they're not going to let me go. That I'm going to be killed, right? right? And I thought that it was my real body that I was in, because it feels real. It was very clear. And um, well, I sang this song, and. Uh, Someone famous ended up using it, and then they brought me back uh, in the next few nights and got me to keep on doing it. I did it more. I just had a good imagination and creativity for making songs, I guess, these melodies for songs. And then it got really out of hand. Um, they just wanted me to keep on making songs, and they, at first they were impressed, but after about making about 20 songs that could be used um, then I just pretty much became like um, the, a machine for them to use and uh, it just progressed and kept on going and then uh, it's, it's actually by now it's a it's an absurd amount of songs now they were using me for about 34 years now to come up with songs and thing is, um, I was memory suppressed back then. They had the ability to allow people to remember their times there or not. Now, once they allow you to remember, which is usually they let people remember at around 30, like common street level members of this, um, they let them remember at 30. They call it the awakening. And, uh, so then you Wonder remember this duality you that you've lived, 30. and it's um, very clear. And yeah, the younger people um, that are rich Illuminati parents' kids, sometimes they get uh, their memories released to them when they're younger than I was. But uh, yeah, that was the main thing, making songs, and then they wanted me to come up with. Uh, concepts for movies they wanted me to um, sometimes give them advice and just anything they after the songs they wanted to test me out see if I was good with 
other things and everything, even interior home design, as absurd as that sounds. But um, just anything. And the main thing was songs. But the thing was, after I couldn't come up with songs anymore, I was having more difficulty just thinking them up out of the blue, out of thin air. Now, one band um, is Megadeth. Yeah. Now, I'm going to, what I'm going to do right now is I am going to show um, the cover of Megadeth. Um, and there, it's up right now. Um, that, you're saying that is you on the cover of Megadeth's album? It is. I had to pose for it. Okay. Um, so, um, so you've written songs for this band then? Oh, yeah. All and right. countless others. Now, Alan was telling me that, is that real blood on your shirt? Oh, no, that's, um, that's, a. Uh, like a painting of, oh, okay. of a picture. Gotcha, gotcha. But uh, that was actually taken at the cloning center. Like, um, thing is, um, as a footnote to that, when I couldn't come up with songs anymore, they tried to scare me. With, they're going to kill me, they're going to hurt me or something. And then after I still couldn't come up with songs, then they started to torture the clone of me, which feels just as real. And it affects you in real life. It can make you sick. So anyway... During this time, for this picture, uh, well, at cloning, I have ended up looking like that countless times. Uh, but for that picture, uh, it was it was faked. Like, um, for some reason, they wanted to take a picture of it with a camera, and then whoever made that picture, painted it, or rendered it with computers, he had to look at that picture and then go off of that. Because uh, I'd asked them to put my face on albums before and they always said no we can't you know that would be proof and uh, I always put little hints in the songs in, in lyrics and stuff wherever I could and sometimes they would allow it sometimes they wouldn't but um, there's a lot of hints in songs about you know dreams and this and that because it's not dreaming when you're at cloning it's totally not dreaming Illuminati members like that that go to cloning they don't have dreams anymore they just go and walk around as clones there. Now, you know, I don't know how many interviews you do, but when you come out and say that you've written song, songs for these bands, like, for example, Megadeth, have they ever came back and, and told you to knock it off, stop saying that, or any of these other groups or artists? You would think that they would, but they actually avoid me like the plague. <laughs> And the thing is, some of them get angry at cloning. Like, sometimes the very same night. I'll open up my eyes there, I'll be down in the dirt arena, or I'll be sitting in the stands, and they'll just start talking. Like, I've met Dave Mustaine there. He knows all about cloning. He, uh, he's been there, right in my face. He's actually beat me up there. Uh, stabbed me and everything. Uh, there. Um, but... Yeah, they uh, they never bother me. They they don't want to come back and say anything because then they'll have to open up the entire can of worms. Right. Nobody wants to do that, and no one's going to sue me or have me charged for slander or libel or anything like that because they know it'll come back on them later. Right. Now let's talk about these these uh, people that are down there being cloned. I mean, we're talking obviously rock stars to 
I mean, famous people, um, actors, actresses. Um, why are they? Now we've talked a lot here. We talk a lot here about um, about aliens and and Satan and the Illuminati selling your soul to get where you want to get in in this business. Um, you know, we talk about a lot of the movie stars and rock stars. Like, uh, an example, you know, Britney Spears, Katy Perry, Rihanna, um, all those. Um, and you know that that they have to. You know that they sold their souls. Yeah, no. basically. Yeah. Okay, and they, they even they even come right out and say it and say they're even like when I'm singing it ain't me. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. Oh, it's what's her name, Mary Lou, you know, and then they start speaking it, speaking in a uh, English accent and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, the thing is, the selling your soul thing, um, how it works. Um, like a young woman will be cloned into there, and she'll be told, um, while memory suppressed, they'll find out if she's going to have ever any possibility of talking or trying to rat on them, right? And uh, if she would, they won't unrepress her memory and they won't promote and support her and sign her on to anything that she'll just be left alone. But uh, if she agrees, they say to her, okay, well, you have to basically sign this. So I've seen people sign an actual paper. Um, they, they say, you have to sell your soul. We'll make you really famous and stuff. And... Uh, we get we you, uh, you bang clones of you here, but you're, then your soul is sold. But they don't know. And the, as they're doing it, they don't know what it in, involves. Right. They uh, classify your soul as being like your consciousness that gets transferred into the clone that is used there. Because a lot of these women, they don't care if they go there and have sex at first as clones with these whoever, because... It's a totally separate body, and they don't care. They're not getting hurt, but they don't know how long it's going to continue, which <laughs> is a very long time. And um, they think that these crazy people talking about selling souls and stuff, they don't think that has anything to do with anything, and they think that they're just going to, you know, outsmart these superstitious religious people and sign just nothing that doesn't involve anything. Hence, but you get a Mickey, know, Mickey, or what's her name, Nicki Minaj... Then you get a Ni Nicki Minaj tweet, you know, where she's starting to realize, whoa, you know. Yeah. Well, there was another girl there, um, rapper named Cray Sean, said something about cloning. She said, I've seen the cloning centers myself. Right, and I think, and I think, I'm going to go ahead and, well, I had that, uh, yeah, I, I actually had that tweet on their tube someplace. Uh, I showed it last week. Um, okay, so. They get in a lot of trouble, though, when they do that, right? Yeah. Like sometimes the very night, like uh, you know, this crazy girl Tila Tequila, she is she's pretty whack, but she is there. Like she did a little radio show, an impromptu improvisation. Like she was supposed to talk about something, uh, evil nobility of this or that or something, and she's at cloning just about every night, getting used, right? And um, she doesn't want to be anymore, but they will give her. Like, uh, you know, her little reality show she did. And uh, promote her for tours for her music and stuff. But uh, she didn't want to do it anymore. And she went on there. And, and as a surprise thing, she started talking about cloning centers. Where all these kids are brought and used. And, you know, it's 
and it happens like every night in this dirt arena. She told all about it. But then, that very night when she went to sleep, turns out that we must have both went to sleep at around the same time and entered REM phase at around the same time, which is about an hour after you go to sleep, hour and a half. So they say, but uh, they can only activate the clone of you there when you're in total REM sleep. And, um, you know, if you wake up in real life, uh, your clone will drop limp to the floor. Uh, like some Avatar. of the clones there are broken elbows, smash their heads off the concrete floor. So they always stay seated in the stands in case they ever wake up and blah, they just fall over. Okay, and they no, get stored on a rack. Right. Now for, all those, no, now, for all those people who are listening right now and watching, obviously you're probably thinking, man, you guys are totally out there. But <laughs> Donald Marshall is not the only one talking about this. Yeah. All right. If, if, if it was just him and that is it, um, I would not have him on the show. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. I would not have you on the show. But there are more people now talking about this particular subject. Um, and they're telling, and, and, and they're giving your name, Donald. Like, you know, you're the one who first yeah. started it. Now we're going to follow right behind you and spread the word is what they're doing. And then, and then there's the other thing, like the movies and the TV shows. And, I mean, they talk blatantly, openly about cloning. I mean, yeah. Clone Wars, and I mean, like I, I was reading something a while back that you were talking about Star Wars, mm -hmm. and how the lizards, some of the lizards in there was the Brill. You yeah. know, it's like, man, you know, then I, I'm like a Star Wars, I play the games and everything, you know, and oh my God, that, that made me believe you more than anything, because it is so, uh, what would you say, um, out there in that sh movie, like yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's, uh, the, those long-necked um, aliens in the Star Wars movie, they're a, they would be a representation of a certain type of real, real. I call them real type threes. Everybody else calls them that too. But um, those are the best-looking kind of ones that you'll find. They'll be they would be young ones, but they get real ugly. Like that's the best-looking ones you're ever going to find. Um, they get really, really ugly. They end up looking like Pumpkinhead after a while, uh, which is why they made Pumpkinhead look like Pumpkinhead. They put stuff into movies all the time, like, to pretty much because, well, sometimes they're flaunting their power and stuff. They can, you know, put it out there. Nobody does anything. But then other times it's they're desperate to get the help of the populace to have it questioned and stopped because uh, the thing with me how I can talk about it they're not going to kill me because I've done like so many songs right and they said that it would uh, it would be really strange to not have me around now because they're really familiar with me now they're someone said they're like really attached to me they wouldn't want to kill me but other people they will like I'm probably well I thought they were going to kill me back in like 2012 but then and they hinted that they would because they didn't want me to say certain things but then I just said it all anyway and then, then they said uh, well we were never going to kill you you're a very special person in the world so yeah. everyone else is pretty much following along the ones that are brave enough to that are there right I mean I mean talk to corroborate everything right talking about this subject matter um, who is going to believe you who, you yeah. know, when, when we're talking about this, I mean, really, I mean, when we're talking sci-fi stuff here, Donald, that I'm, you know, when I turn on the sci-fi channel or go, you know, watch a movie in the theaters, 
this is the stuff that 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 you're talking about that's not supposed to be real man i mean this is yeah. way far out there but like i yeah, said so. yeah but like i said you know you're not the only one talking about it yeah so that's what's tripping me out big time and i know there's more to it than than what people really know what's going on out there i mean it, it, Look, there's like, a whole different world but, yeah in when you when you were talking about this and i i know like you i've read everything you pretty much put out but only and i know you've said it a million bazillion times okay like the types like they're like the clone types uh, like you're talking about now they're in a higher generation and they're better and they last longer or something like that well you know all, all technologies improve over time computers get smaller cell phones this and that all of this stuff even as whack as it sounds sci-fi and everything it's all just technology that they have. Right. They don't have magic or anything. Uh, some of them are that are superstitious like that. They like to believe there's something to it, but they have no magic. And, and all that uh, occult witches and goblins stuff that they talk about stuff. I've been shown so much, and I begged them to show me everything because if there was any kind of powers to be had, I wanted them. But uh, and they would do. But um. There's been nothing that I've ever seen. Only science and, tech, science and technology, which could be mistaken for some kind of magic, right? Sure, like but, if you're like um, primitive, they would think an airplane is magic. You know what I mean? Like they would yeah. worship an airplane. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so where are they getting all this technology from then? Well, they got. Well, they're getting some of it. They found underground in Antarctica and back engineered a bunch of stuff. Like, uh, Nazis found it. And then everybody started sharing it around. But there was, um, different pockets of stuff around the world. Like, um, British people found some stuff under England in some spots. But there's different regions of different types of things. Like, um, there's even different kinds of these Varels that don't even know about each other. And they don't even speak the same language themselves uh, they talk in like clicks and gurgles and everything um, but some of them are different colors too some of them have scales like the type ones have scales but uh, the ones under the Middle East have black scales the ones under the British Islands are red scales and um, they're pretty sick looking I described them pretty well they um, supposed to be um, what people would call a chupacabra <coughs> I could uh, describe them well. I already have in other interviews, but they're a real problem. Um, well, let's see. They, um, for, to not beat around the bush or anything, they can literally body snatch people. It's a biological property of their body, and they can take people over and make them what's called a host, a human host. Yikes. Now, that's why that movie, The Host, is was made. There and there's different things like this movie called The Invasion. Um, they're all over the place. In in the past, uh, people used to use them to replace people uh, because how they do it. These lizards. I'll try to put it in a nutshell. These certain types of lizards uh, that have the parasitical aspect of their biology. They have this uh, thing in the top of their head that can eject 
uh, out at one time in their life. It comes out and it can like they can move it like a worm, kind of. Uh, once this thing comes out, which is actually the internals of their spinal cord, once it comes out, it can't go back in, and the old lizard body will die. Now this wormy thing becomes everything that that thing is. It's his brain and everything, and um, they put it into people's eyes. Now, this, these things are small. They're like, um, uh, maybe, I've seen some that are two feet tall. Um, and the thing that comes out is real small of their head. Uh, it can, they can pin somebody down. This thing goes around the eyeball go, and then spirals around the optic nerve until it gets to a certain spot in the brain. And then it, it excretes this uh, parasitical cell compound from it. And it just takes over the brain cell by cell all over. And then they're messed up for like a month. They can't do much of anything. Um, they have to lay in bed and force themselves to sit up and eat. But uh, they, they get access to the person's memories and everything. Not all memories, though. That's, uh, that's another thing. Sometimes in, their, in some movies, like... Uh, kids will ask their parents well they'll have suspicions about their parents not being them anymore and then they'll they'll say do you remember that time we took that trip to the grand canyon in grade three but they never took that trip and the parents in the movie will go yeah that was fun and then they know right it's because they don't get all of the memories they they get a lot of them though Huh. And um, they just continue to live. They get um, health problems. Um, some of them get their fingernails start going weird. They get rashy skin. They get. Uh, they also get some kind of a thyroid problem, uh, where the thyroid doesn't make this chemical that we all need, and they have to take something called Synthroid uh, for like hypothyroidism or something. And uh, most of them have that problem, but um, it's it's easy to medically test to see who is a host and who's not. Um, it's like you'd need a blood test or something, but it's very obvious. Now but, uh, there's a lot of them. They're in the government and everything. Okay. Um, now there are a lot of people that go missing, you know, all over the world. Um, I was thinking that too. Like we we interviewed a guy. I don't know if you're familiar. His name is David Pilates, and he he has these books called Missing Four One One, and hundred and mostly it's children, and he they have certain criteria, you know, that it in order to get in his book, but it would be like around Yosemite National Park. Um, mm -hmm. All these different places that he's noticed, like clusters, areas where children come up missing, and I mean, they, it could be like a family outing, and the kid gets just out of sight, and then bam, gone, right? And, I know what? Yeah, and I think that what you're talking about might shed a lot of light on this. Well, there's um a few different things that happens, the things that I've seen. Like, I've seen a couple of these kids that have gone missing, and what happens to them? Um, well, they get taken to be used for sex underground, of course, by either aliens or clones that are in this place, or real people that manage to get to these bases and go down to 
you know, mess with them. Um, some of them, they get eaten, though. They get literally eaten. Uh, not by people. Well, sometimes. But, um, by, by aliens and stuff. They get eaten. Literally eaten. Sometimes they just drain the blood out of them. Sometimes they eat the solids, too. But, um, see, the, some of the aliens, their, their favorite parts of solids, for the ones that do eat solids, um, some just drink blood. But the ones that eat solids, their favorite is brains and pancreas. They told me before themselves, they said pancreas to them tastes like cantaloupe. Whoa. Like, totally. They, their sense of taste is so much different than ours. <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of the time, bad smells smells good to them. Like, they even like human excrement. It tastes like candy to them. Depending on what the person is, the person's been eating. Um, yeah, they eat it. Uh, to them, it smells like flowers. Really, it's pleasant. They they like it. It's like a treat to them. I I heard they get like a buzz off of like like they, they scare the ch- kid, right? Oh yeah, something yeah. like that, right? They scare him and then get a buzz. Well, the thing is, you can do that with other people too, but. Um, when people get scared and animals and stuff, like um, they they put out adrenaline, adrenal glands, and then this does something through the blood that makes it taste richer to them. And uh, thing is, uh, the reason that they go to eat kids a lot, a lot is because kids don't have as many vaccinations, and because some of these vaccinations can make them sick, and kids aren't smokers. Uh, they don't like the blood of smokers because it tastes to them. They said it does taste like an ashtray or something in with the blood. See, so um, start smoking. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they get um, they get a strange effect from the adrenaline. It makes them. It gives them like a buzz. Like some of them have called it bliss. They call it bliss. Is the word for the blood with the adrenaline in it. Um, when when they clone somebody, um, what exactly do they take from the host itself? Just blood, DNA, and that's it, or tissue, or well, back in the past it had to be tissue, but uh, and then they would have to agitate the tissue. They said it was very very simple. Um, that you agitate the tissue a certain amount, and then it just sets to multiplying cells like. They told me themselves the best way to explain it is you have a hangnail on your finger. You pull that hangnail off and a clear liquid inside starts to form and then eventually new skin over it might scab over or something, right? And then new skin and everything. That's white blood cells, right? The healing mm-hmm. part. Well, when they get the piece of tissue in the past and agitate it, a certain amount of times they put it in this other liquid like petri dish and it just sets to healing and healing and healing and healing and after a time after they monitor it it can make an entirely another person but they have to uh manipulate it a bit make sure that uh, the bones are going to go straight and stuff i'm not sure of it i'm not like a biologist or anything but it's not like um, 
it's not as as complicated as people would think. Mm-hmm. They said it's very simple, actually. Wow. Well, the technology... It doesn't, doesn't even cost that much, just the maintenance, because it just grows by itself, you know? So, um, you know, we've been talking about the cloning thing uh, now going on for about three weeks now, since we wanted to get you on. And people have been doing their research and finding things on their own. friend of ours, Eddie... Um, he actually sent me over a YouTube, um, a YouTube video, and this YouTube video, anybody, you know, I, I would place the uh, video on the screen right now, but I don't want to take a chance and, and get anything lost. I don't want to lose anything, but I'm going to play you the audio. You guys can go Google, go to YouTube, and just Google Katy Perry Get Slimed. Now, everybody who watches this show knows that I have something for Katy Perry, uh, even my wife knows, but... Um, you know they're at the they're at the Nickelodeon Awards, right? And Katy Perry and Jonas, um, God, I forgot his name. Uh, his, his first name is Jonas, I think. Um, are up and they're going to present the award to somebody. But listen to what Jonas said, and I want, and you're going to be able to hear it. Listen to this. just weird for him to say I was born yeah. without a birthday and oh, and that sounds like cloning. yeah it sounds like cloning and it just so happens that he happened to be standing right near to Katy Perry who has said many, a couple of times that she has sold her soul all right um, and 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 anybody can go and watch this on YouTube just go, just you know search Katie when uh, Katie gets slimed uh, at the Nickelodeon Awards and hear him say that. Um, you know, they're giving us hints, aren't they, Donald, everywhere? Uh, all, all the time. All it's the like time, a funny right? funny little pastime. Now, but, and, you t- and you said the reason is, is because they just want to throw it in our faces and say, hey, we're doing this behind your backs, or actually in front of you, um, and we're, you know, we're, we're hinting, um, is it is it because they want to condition us, or is it just because they're just having fun with us, or are they supposed to tell us? Uh, it's two reasons. One, sometimes these people are literally a host, or there's even more. There's a way to cheat death and continue life as a clone, too. But the people that do that, they don't want it to be found out about. Um, they want Illuminati to continue, the cloning centers to continue, right? So they throw it out in the faces to show off, and then they'll all talk about it at cloning later on and laugh about it and people's reactions. But then there's other people. Um, like Katy Perry, I've talked to her so many times at cloning, I helped her make songs there. Well, hey, man, you got to tell her to come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> she might not even be your actual human being, dude. I don't care. 
Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying by phone or by Skype. Like, like, like uh, we'll, well, we'll, we'll talk about it behind the behind the behind the doors, right? <laughs> well, the second reason is um, that's pretty much the only way that someone would be permitted to talk without being punished for it. And the people that don't want to be there anymore, that are hoping for some kind of rescue, uh, they can put out these hints in a hope against hope that someone is going to put the pieces of the puzzle together and en masse demand to know what's happening. You know, from the government or military or whatever. But it has to be done in large numbers because these people seem pretty hopeless. Um, because it's, it's such a powerful thing. But And they're kind of all dependent on me, all these desperate people that want out, right. want their souls back, right? They want me to be successful, but um, they know I'm going to be pretty mad because I got tortured there a lot, and uh, you know it has affected me. But I'm still alive, and uh, well, gave well, me uh, bad health effects. Sure, let's talk about that. Um, you know, you've been out there spreading the word, but you're not making any money. You're not writing books. You're not, you know, you're not doing any of that. You're not getting. We're not compensating you for this show tonight. Um, and it's like you're out there telling people what you say is going on. And, you know, you might, and if it, this is for real, which a lot of people seem to think it is, and so far, you know, you've got some proof backing you up, man, you know, that you can easily be taken out, dude. And obviously you told us why and why not, possibly, maybe. But, um, you know, you're, you're not making trillions of dollars it, you know, doing interviews because you're not. I like, have never seen a book. Like you're not, you're not Alex Jones. You know what I mean? But yeah. only you haven't changed your story. You've yeah. kept going through, and probably, probably have paid for it a little bit more than what you would like. Oh yeah, they punished me for saying things that they didn't want me to say. Then uh, they told me we'll get you way worse if you if you say any more, and I just do anyway, and, um, like, it's hard to put it all into words because it was such a long time, right, um, after they had been torturing me to come up with these songs, or else, right, uh, then it became, well, there's nothing to do at cloning, actually, either, like, after you do the death sports, sword fighting, and, uh, there's a lot of sex and stuff going around there. After all that, it really loses the novelty really, really quick. And then you're just sitting there. You see, the celebrities, people like to talk to the celebrities and say hi and everything, but they run out of material to talk about. And that's it. Like, a little meet and greet with so many different people. And I mean, they're all there. Like, Brad Pitt, Janice Lena Jolie, Justin Timberlake, uh, Britney Spears, they're all there. Lady Gaga, they are all there. They all sit around next to each other in the stands. And then there's ground-level people that aren't famous. That Some of them are rich people, some of them aren't. Uh, then there's all the politicians that are there. And um, the thing is, the, the torturing stuff, they started, when I couldn't come up with songs for a time, they would replace that time, because I was kind of like a spectacle there. They were all literally in awe of how I could come up with these songs. And I don't even know how I did it. 
but um, did. And let's see, they um, started to have me in like a torture spectacle. They would like uh, strap me up to a cross, chain me up to a poster, hang me by the arms with cables um, from the ceiling of this big sports venue looking place. Um, then they would like torture me and they'd just sit there and watch me screaming. And they were all, well, some people were into it. They were like, oh, that's cool. We're so powerful. Nobody can do anything to us. But then the other people that didn't actually like it, they have to play along like they do like it or else they're going to be looked down upon by the rest or they won't benefit by being promoted and endorsed. Um, or people would maybe suspect that they might try to talk or something and then who knows what's going to happen to them. Like a good, a good example is Chris Benoit, the wrestler. He supposedly, well he did, he took out his, all, his wife and child and then himself. But uh, that was all due to cloning. Like uh, he didn't just go insane or anything. He was trying to prevent his family from going there to get tortured. He tried to tell people about it too. He's like, but he didn't know what it was. He said, okay, somehow I'm getting blapped into an alternate reality or another dimension or something. And people are killing me there and there's, there's aliens there. I'm not crazy. Nobody believed him. That's another thing about Tila Tequila. I wish I could find this video, but it's not anywhere that I can find it anymore. Before she had her aneurysm that time, which is what they did, they did it. If they, if you have a constant electric shock applied to your clone, um, you will have a heart attack or an aneurysm eventually. Um, depending on how old you are, faster if you're older, you'll die faster. But uh, Tila went on, Tila went on video at some point, and she said, yeah, you guys got to help me. I'm being zapped into another dimension somehow. I don't know how when I'm sleeping. And Queen Elizabeth is there. She sometimes eats people there. And there's demons, which she means aliens, like because demons are aliens. That's a, just another word for them. They have lots of names. Um, but then she had an aneurysm through the night there, that same night. Uh, but she uploaded that video. Or was it two nights after that? I don't know, but that was the cause. But then after that, she survived, only because they let her survive. And then after that, um, she didn't say much or anything for a long time until the Clone Center radio show that she put out, which right. was really cool. But after that, that night, they got her there and said, what the hell are you doing? Right, And she goes, uh, well, Donnie says it, you know, he's going to be fine. I said, you're not Donnie, though. And then uh, they said, this guy wants to talk to you about this. So she, this big, real type 3, comes stomping out, you know, those long-necked ones? But these, uh, this one was older and more ugly. And it came out and it screamed in her face. Like she was down standing in the dirt. And it came up to her two or three inches from her face, nose to nose, and just started screaming in her face. And it's pretty freaky. Mind you, she didn't, like, scream or cry or anything. It was very impressive. Her hair was flying back. The things from the thing's breath. It's like, rah, right, screaming in her face. It went on for a while. And um, 
she just stood there and stared at it. I was impressed. Hmm. Those are things that are very, very scary. Like, imagine Pumpkinhead from that movie, the horror movie Pumpkinhead. Right, right. This thing was right in front of her face, screaming, and she just stood there. Well, she looked scared, but she didn't let it show or anything. <laughs> I was impressed. Well, how, I, I watched it. I how, sat in the stands and watched it when it happened. How long, like, okay, like, how long has this been happening? Like, we know about it's happening now, but I mean, like, how far back? Like, does this go all the way back to Egyptian days and prior to Egyptian days? I mean, well, they were in Egypt, ancient Egypt times, yeah. They've always been around. Uh, vrills and other different things, they've always been around. And uh, flying saucers and all that, that's nothing new. Uh, it's an old, old thing. Made better uh, with modern technology, like a gyro. You know, like the, what they put in the segways, so segways will stay up and, and stable. Right. They, they started putting those in UFOs, too, because... UFOs in the past, they would be kind of floppy, and they would go, like, they didn't have very very much horizontal stability, but now with the, uh, in, including a gyro in it, it'll be pretty stable. Um, well, I knew from what they were telling me, and from what they showed me, because I made them prove everything to me, and I never ever assume or uh, guess or have theories of my own because if I'm ever wrong you know it's not going to be good so I only ever really mention things that I know for certain certain are true because you know if it was ever wrong it would be a recipe for disaster with uh, what I'm trying to do here which is all good you know my intentions are pure like as you said I'm not looking for financial gain or even fame um but uh Okay, my, my my next question. Um, since you were, you know we, you were talking about aliens and demons, um, yeah. You know we talk a lot about supernatural religion here. We talk about religion here on this show. Um, right. So where do you, where do you? Okay, you know I, where I'm going with this is Satan, um, you know Lucifer, the devil. Um, are aliens from outer space, or are, the, are these aliens have always been underground? And or are there aliens visiting us as well? Are there more than one? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, well, I was raised Catholic, baptized, and everything. Uh, and, and I told you I was too. The thing is, the Pope is at cloning. The ex-Pope is at cloning. Um, there's bishops that are cloning, there's cardinals from the Vatican that are at cloning, like a lot of them. And um, they sit around, some of them participate in nasty things, just from what I've seen. Uh, maybe all of them do, I've only seen a few um, doing things. But uh, they all sit around, they all get told what to do. Um, they know all about aliens, they've spoken to them there. Uh, there's ones from underground. Um, there's a lot of stuff underground. Like, I'm not certain of everything that's down there, though, because I haven't been down there. Um, like, I've been in bases and stuff, but I never ran around in caverns and hollow earth or anything. But they say that that's what it's like, but, you know, I have to have things proven to me before I believe anything. But 
Uh, there's... I didn't know, but... There are things from space, too. Um, a lot of the aliens are lizard in biology. But there's, like... I've met, like, six or seven different kinds that are just lizard kind. But the thing is, there's... um. Birds and lizards are very closely related, and there's a certain kind, these Anunnaki's, right? Uh, they have different names, too, uh, Draconians and everything. Uh, some of them are like half bird, half lizard. Like, this is what David Wilcox was saying, that he was going to lie, too. He never, ever comes back at me and tries to say that, you know, I'm making this up about him. Me and him met there. We spoke, like, I spoke to many of these truthers, and there, there's a lot of them there. They wanted me to be all down in this plan where, well, some of them want to do the right thing and tell the truth about everything, but they'd be killed, right? Um, and, well, they, a lot of them have seen aliens, like David Wilcock has seen this really, really tall lizard bird type that says that his name is Amon Ray. People think that Amon... I thought it was Amon Ra my entire life. Um, it's not. He told me himself. It's Ray. <laughs> it's, and I said... I told him, I'm like, it's, it sounds so much cooler being Ra, though. He goes, it's Ray, though. <laughs> that, he doesn't that, have much of a sense of humor. Is that the um, bird one that, they, that you see in the... Uh, what is it, like the blue... The head of a bird and and a body of a oh yeah that's a uh, not an accurate depiction. Um, there's I I should have had like maybe some pictures done or something, but there's an accurate accurate picture of him himself and other ones. There are these um, ancient Sumerian rock carvings that are really really detailed and they look just like that. Now mind you, some of them look more bird and some of them look more lizard. Some of them are a mix of the two. Like, um, some of them have, like, a big beak like that. But, uh, some of them have, like, a elongated snout with, like, a small little beak on the end. It looks really weird. Um, they used, and when they get old, because they live way longer than humans, because, uh, lizard physiology lives longer, like, when they get old, they get really, really ugly. And the thing is, they're ashamed of their appearance, right? Um, they even put some old ones, what old ones look like, in the movie called The Dark Crystal, with uh, that Jim Henson made. Oh, I remember that. Those Skeksis. Yeah. They, they end up looking like those Skeksis. Their feathers come out, they fall out, and uh, the, the gravity gravity is hard on them, they get all stooped over like that, and uh, they look just like that when they're old, wow. some worse than others, but they put uh, different stuff in movies all the time, um, there's something that kind of resembles the thrill type one, Slee stack or something, oh, man, I was just, uh, dude, I was just thinking down the lot, I was going to bring it up to you right now, yeah, they got those pointy things in the middle of their head. That's right. supposed to be like representative proboscis thing that comes out that goes in people's eye. Oh by the way, that's why they cover up the eye. By the way, you know. Oh, the, See, the Illuminati happens, eye. 
the eye covering thing the Illuminati does, and then they go, shh. Yeah. <laughs> now you know the reason they're doing that. It's like, don't get the thing in your eye, and shh. Don't tell anybody you know about the things that stick the things in your eye, because you might get a thing in your eye. And who is, there's a movie star that had, he did a movie and his eye was all. Uh, okay, we are uh, listening to this pretty amazing interview. Goes into the stuff in movies all the time. Um, forever comes back at me and tries to load at that video. Or was it two nights after that? <clears throat> I don't know, but that was the cause. But then after that, she survived only because they let her survive. And then after that, um, she didn't say much or anything for a long time until the Clone Center radio show that she put out, which right. was really cool. But after that, that night, they got her there and said, what the hell are you doing? Right? And she goes, uh, well, Donnie says it, you know, he's going to be fine. He said, you're not Donnie, though. And then uh, they said, this guy wants to talk to you about this. So she... This big real type three comes stomping out. You know those long necked ones, but these uh, this one was older and more ugly, and it came out and it screamed in her face like she was down standing in the dirt, and it came up to her, two or three inches from her face, nose to nose, and just started screaming in her face, and it's pretty freaky, mind you. She didn't like scream or cry or anything. It was very impressive. Her hair was flying back. The things from the thing's breath. It's like, rah, right, screaming in her face. It went on for a while. And um, she just stood there and stared at it. I was impressed. Because the things that are very, very scary, like imagine Pumpkinhead from that movie, the horror movie Pumpkinhead. Right, right. This thing was right in front of her face, screaming, and she just stood there. And, well, she looked scared, but she didn't let it show or anything. <laughs> I was impressed. Well, how, I, I watched it. I how, sat in the stands and watched it when it happened. How long, like, okay, like, how long has this been happening? Like, we know about it's happening now, but I mean, like, how far back? Like, does this go all the way back to Egyptian days and prior to Egyptian days? I mean, well, they these... were in Egypt, ancient Egypt times, yeah. They've always been around. Uh, vrills and other different things they've always been around and uh, flying saucers and all that that's nothing new uh, it's an old old thing made better uh, with modern technology like a gyro you know like the, what they put in the segways so segways will stay up and, and stable right they, they started putting those in UFOs too because UFOs in the past they would be kind of floppy and they would go like they didn't have very, very much horizontal stability, but now with the uh, involved in, including a gyro in it, it'll be pretty stable. Um, well, I knew from what they were telling me and from what they showed me because I made them prove everything to me, and I never ever assume or uh, guess or have theories of my own because if I'm ever wrong, you know it's not going to be good so I only ever really mention things that I know for certain certain are true because you know if it was ever wrong it would be a recipe for disaster with uh, what I'm trying to do here which is all good you know my intentions are pure like as you said I'm not looking for financial gain or even fame um, 
Uh, okay, my, my, my next question. Um, since you were, you, know, we, you were talking about aliens and demons, um, yeah. you know, we talk a lot about supernatural religion here. We talk about religion here on this show. Um, so where do you, where do you, okay, you know, where I'm going with this is Satan, um, you know, Lucifer, the devil, um, are aliens from outer space or are, are these aliens have always been underground and, or are there aliens visiting us as well? Are there more than one? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, well, I was raised Catholic, baptized and everything. Uh, and, and I told you I was too. The thing is, the Pope is that cloning. The ex-Pope is that cloning. Um, there's bishops that are cloning. There's cardinals from the Vatican that are cloning, like a lot of them. And um, they sit around. Some of them participate in nasty things, just from what I've seen. Uh... Maybe all of them do. I've only seen a few um, doing things. But uh, they all sit around. They all get told what to do. Um, they know all about aliens. They've spoken to them there. Uh, there's ones from underground. Um, there's a lot of stuff underground. Like, I'm not certain of everything that's down there, though, because I haven't been down there. Um, like, I've been in bases and stuff, but I never ran around in caverns and hollow earth or anything but they say that that's what it's like but you know i have to have things proven to me before i believe anything but uh there's i didn't know but there are things from space too um a lot of the aliens are lizard in biology but there's like i've met like six or seven different kinds that are just lizard kind but the thing is, there's um, birds and lizards are very closely related, and there's a certain kind, these Anunnaki's, right? Uh, they have different names too, uh, Draconians and everything. Uh, some of them are like half bird, half lizard. Like, this is what David Wilcox was saying, that he was going to lie too. He never ever comes back at me and tries to say that you know, I'm making this up about him. Me and him met there. We spoke. Like, I spoke to many of these truthers. And there, there's a lot of them there. They wanted me to be all down in this plan where... Well, some of them want to do the right thing and tell the truth about everything, but they'd be killed, right? Um, and, well, they, a lot of them have seen aliens. Like, David Wilcock has seen... This really, really tall lizard bird type that says that his name is Amon Ray. People think that Amon, I thought it was Amon Ra my entire life. Um, it's not. He told me himself it's Ray. <laughs> it's, and I said, I told him, I'm like, it's, it sounds so much cooler being Ra, though. He goes, it's Ray, though. <laughs> That, he doesn't that, have much of a sense of humor. Is that the um, bird one that they that you see in the? Uh, what is it like the blue, the head of a bird and and a body of a? Oh yeah, that's a uh, not an accurate depiction. Um, there's I I should have had like maybe some pictures done or something, but 
there's an accurate, accurate picture of him himself and other ones. There are these um, ancient Sumerian rock carvings that are really, really detailed, and they look just like that. Now, mind you, some of them look more bird, and some of them look more lizard. And some of them are a mix of the two. Like, um, some of them have, like, a big beak like that. But, uh, some of them have, like, a elongated snout with, like, a small little beak on the end. It looks really weird. Um, they used, and when they get old, because they live way longer than humans, because, uh, lizard physiology lives longer, like, when they get old, they get really, really ugly. And the thing is, they're ashamed of their appearance, right? Um, they even put some old ones, what old ones look like, in the movie called The Dark Crystal, with uh, the Jim Henson made. Oh, I remember that. Those Skeksis. Yeah. They, they end up looking like those Skeksis. Their feathers come out, they fall out, and... Uh, the, the gravity gravity is hard on them. They get all stooped over like that. And uh, they look just like that when they're old. Wow. Some worse than others. But they put uh, different stuff in movies all the time. Um, there's something that kind of resembles the thrill type one. Slee stack or something. Oh, man, I was just, uh, dude, I was just thinking down the lot. I was going to bring it up to you right now. Yeah, they got those pointy things in the middle of their head. That's right. supposed to be like representative proboscis thing that comes out that goes in people's eye. Oh by the way, that's why they cover up the eye. By the way, you know. Oh, See, the, the Illuminati eye. The eye covering thing the Illuminati does, and then they go, shh. Yeah. <laughs> now you know the reason they're doing that. It's like, don't get the thing in your eye, and shh. Don't tell anybody you know about the things that stick the things in your eye, because you might get a thing in your eye. And there's a movie star that had he did a movie and his eye was all jacked up. Yeah. Man, uh, what was Nicholas his name? Cage? Yeah, Nicholas Cage, you know, and Yeah, he had to do the entire movie with uh one of his eyeballs like blown out with a from a gunshot wound or something. Right, yeah. Now the reason he did that. It's just it's not even like that anymore. So same... maybe he's a, a clone all the time now. But when they do this with when the real type one take over a person and do that in the eye. Sometimes, not every time, sometimes it makes the eye, well, the brain and back of the eye swells, right? And then uh, sometimes permanently one of the eyes will become a little bit bugged out and uh, more pronounced than the other one, which happens sometimes to people anyway. Sometimes some people just aren't totally symmetrical. Right. But Cosby, um, no. <laughs> with him, his eye was bulged out. Like, yeah. he couldn't have been able to do the movie like that. And uh, so they came up with that and did that. But um, it's it's. I had a, I had a couple of things in chat. There's somebody they were saying, um, in these centers, there's dead stars, like people that's been dead, like the Beatles, oh, yeah. and there'll be the live Beatles and the dead Beatles, and they're yeah. there, right? Yeah. yeah. Are the I've dead ones the cl are they clone like like say Elvis or something? Are they the clone of Elvis or the Beatle or, or Michael Jackson or whatever? Or are they so, just... That's um, the third important aspect or topic of what I wanted to tell you guys. There's there's a way to cheat death, but it's flawed. They discovered this. Like, billionaires, even ancient, in ancient Egyptian times, they wanted to figure out how to cheat death, live forever. Because billionaires can't take the money with them. 
Right. So they they wanted to live forever. So you know, a bunch of billionaires got their got together, hired on like ten thousand scientists, and got them to figure out how to perfect this cloning stuff so they could live again. But living in a clone is not as good. Um, you're not mentally stable as a clone. That's why they have these handlers, babysitters, right? So they don't freak out. And uh, but there's something else they figured out. <laughs> the well, you must have heard people that saying they have microchips in their heads and stuff. Right, chip head. Like uh, one of this per people, what was her name? Crazy girl movie star said something about she had a chip in her head. Well, a bunch of them did, really. Uh, and it's true. <laughs> but there's different kinds of chips. There's not only one chip. There's different chips with different functions. And the most important one that they got is what they call the Soul Stone chip. Now, they can record your consciousness, everything that you are, basically. They can record it on this microchip, size of an apple seed. Now, they can uh, take this chip, and what they used to do is drill a hole in the back of a person's head, and then put the chip on a stainless steel rod, and uh, have a range finder, and like a half compass, so they can tell the angle and everything. And they go into us, they push it in through the back of the head, through that drilled hole, through the brain tissue, which is brain damaging, you know, obviously. And then uh, it gets to a certain depth, and then the chip is left there. And then they just get like a remote control, like the one from you would see from like a TV or something, it looks like. They point that at the person and press a button. Well, they then become that person. Like, they, they can body snatch that way. Just in a different way than what I was telling you about the lizards that body snatch. Right. This is a technological way to body snatch, and the other one is a biological. But uh, they do this. Um, the, the thing is, they for some reason, they stopped going in through the back of the head. Now, what they can do, you must have wondered. People come out and they say, I'm chipped. Uh, you know, I've been chipped. But they don't know how. Well, it happens in hospitals, even. People that go under anesthetic, they have their, sometimes they have their eyeball taken out, like, and it comes out, and it's still attached. It's hanging off with the optic nerve that goes in and connects it, right? They can have it, take it right out, and it's out, but then they put that chip on a rod, and then behind the eye, they find the range finder to go back there, and they just push it right in through your eye guts, the eye socket, and um, it goes into the brain from that angle, and then you don't have a little bald dot in the back of your head, you know, or a hole in your skull. And I think the the distance to travel is shorter, too, to get to, like, uh, the thalamus or the hypothalamus area of the brain that it has to get to. But uh, that also, well, then they put your eyeball back in, and uh, you wake up after your appendicitis or appendectomy or get your tonsils out or whatever, you wake up and your eye hurts. And you say, oh, my God, what's wrong? My eye, my head hurts so bad. And then they say, oh, it's just a side effect of the anesthetic. And what do you know, right? You know no better. Yeah, I don't and, know if you've heard this before, but um, in a lot, we, we do, like, alien abduction things, you know, talk to people and stuff that have been abducted. And one of the things that is like an, uh, happens a lot is they talk about while they're abducted, they have their eye pulled out. 
Oh, yeah. Well, they mess with people a lot. I used to... I can tell you about what most alien abductions are. Um, Well, they clone people in while they're asleep. And people... It's very real to people. And they get messed with. Um, A lot happens when they get brought. It's like... um, horror movie porn to them. There's a large archive of video of people being cloned in and strapped down to a table and messed with by, well, sometimes they actually are aliens, but some of the other times it's just people with really, really good masks. Um, Hollywood quality. They've even, as I've written before, they even get chicken skin, dye the chicken skin gray and stretch it over a wooden mask that will make them look like a big gray alien, right? And it looks very ultra-realistic. Hollywood quality, like, horror movie prop stuff. And uh, the thing is, they're still safely in their beds at home. They were never taken. Like, um, some people, they set up a camera to watch them sleep because they figured they were getting abducted, taken out of their house, teleported even. They don't know how it was happening. They didn't even know it was clones. They thought it was their real body because it feels real. It was very clear. It'd be very easy to get fooled that way. So they set up a camera. They go to sleep. Blink. They get zonked into the cloning center. You know, consciousness transfer into the clone. And uh, they're like, oh, good. I got the camera set up though. (laughs) Whatever happened, I'm going to see it when they bounced me back. They go back, and they were sleeping in their bed the entire night, of course, right? Right. And then they can't explain it. But now you know. (laughs) Now, is there like a machine they have whenever they take your conscious? I mean, how is the guy controlling that thing, or, you know, how do they do that? They have it pretty down now. Um, When the clones aren't being used, like, remember I told you, they go limp fall. Right, like, like Avatar. Uh, they, they get dra- dragged out of the auditorium and uh, taken below on a dolly or just somebody throws somebody over their shoulder and takes them down to the racks. Um, the racks are like multiple stainless steel bunk beds, sometimes five high. And uh, they're all around. It's like a giant vampire crypt or something. There's <laughs> all these bodies laying there. Wow. Well, I don't even know how the things live because they... That even when not in use, they still breathe shallow, and the heart still beats and stuff. Now, when uh, when not in use, they put a tube down the clone's throat, a feeding tube, and uh, it you get fed this uh, beige nutritional supplement, right? Um, and when they come out, when they wake up and stuff, like. When I've opened up my eyes there, they've already done it for me, and sometimes I'm clothed and already out somewhere, sitting somewhere, and then they activate me. But what they do on the rack, there's like a bunch of lights, and if the if the light is green, it means that this person is in full REM sleep right now and can be activated. Mm-hmm. So they go over, just like a with it like a TV remote control looking thing, look over and they point at them and press a button usually they have one designated to just that person you know tuned in on just them and then the person just goes (gasps) looks around 
and like me, I say, ah, oh, damn, I'm in this place again. But uh, some of them are so used to it, and some of them like going there and hanging around there. Um, they're so used to it, they pull this transparent tube right out of their mouth. And they hop off the bunk, and they're like, so, what are we doing tonight? And then they walk out, they're naked too sometimes, they don't even care. Not bashful, they have no shame really at all. But uh, they're depending on me to do as much as I can to expose this and put an end to it. Right. Because I'm like one of the only ones in the world, maybe the only one in the world, that they won't outright kill. Because I've done so much stuff with you. Uh, you must assume he means a lot of songs, right? But it's actually ten times more than what you even are thinking. It was a ridiculous amount of songs. And other things, too, like just ideas for movies, concepts, and toy ideas, um, video game ideas, designs for different things. Ah, uh, man. <laughs> so much stuff that if I even said all, it would sound absurd. More outrageous, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know, like, they kind of ripped you off. I mean, like... Kind of. They, they could have yeah, gave they, you like ten percent of it. Like I would say, you know what? I'll shut up if you give me fifty <laughs> percent. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, then like they yeah. they'd all be pissed off because I didn't know it, but they want me to do this. Right. But they wha- want me to succeed. What? Wha- now, why do they want you to succeed, though? I mean, if if I was the Illuminati, I mean, I would prevent you from doing this interviewed tonight that we're doing i mean i would have stopped you somehow well i did one a little while ago and uh, a few of them didn't want me to do it and i did it anyway and then they ended up beating me up stabbing me a few times out there which what it does to you in real life uh if they did it consistently like all the time you'd die you'd have a heart attack or an aneurysm that's why um it works with the electricity because that's constant on you but um they with me they were just doing that as like a deterrent to um, get me to not mention some things and maybe leave a few things out, but I don't do that. I just, you know, tell it all. And, uh, you know, they try to act like they're angry and punish me and stuff, but it seems like most of the time they're trying to look for an excuse to harm me anyway because there's nothing to do there. and it's an activity, like a spectacle, torture show type of thing. Right. Um, now, now these underground, underground bases. Um, you know, we have underground bases all over the world. Um, are our military, uh, like for example, we live in Fresno, California. All right, that's where we're from, and I believe there are several underground bases here. Okay. Yeah, there and are. and. Um, you know, a lot of people go missing here in the mountains, just east of us. Yeah, they're and, right down there. And, you know, I've had people, way before I, we even knew you existed, I'm talking like 2001, 2002, there are, and if you go Google, like the Madera area, you'll, you'll actually, some, some people actually wrote in some articles about underground caverns and reptilians, dude. All right. Yeah, I heard. I heard. A few you know, and and that's why I'm tripping out because this is this was brought to my attention long before I knew you existed mm. on reptilians underground. 
and nobody believed them. Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. You know, well, that, people that, that, might have believed them, some people, but you know, what is one person supposed to do? Right, right. right. I understand that. Yeah, you know, but some so, people are afraid. Sure. Yeah. So you know, these underground reptilian race that you know live underneath us. Um, you know, we've heard about that a lot, and um, it, it just it just blowing me away that. I don't know. You know, it's hard. You know, I'm listening to you, Donald, and it's like, man, it's like I want to believe so bad, but I'm 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 thinking back to what Nicki Minaj and B.O.B. You know, why would those guys risk their lives, their their you know professionalism, where they're at right now, to even say something like this? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I'm tripping out. I mean, you know, these guys are making millions of dollars, you know, Nikki and B.O.B., and they're very famous people, and all of a sudden they are talking about cloning centers. Yeah. All right? Well, I've, got, I've gotten into talking to Bob every once in a while now. Um, thing is, well, before I talked to him, I thought he's must be allowed to. They are going to allow him to say it. For some reason, either to corroborate me to help me, or just to see, mm, see the, the, maybe she, make she, them more famous or something. Well, see, but that, Nicki that's Minaj just, erased hers, her tweet there. She erased it. Right now, see, that, that's just, that's just it, though. It's like, what would be the sole purpose of letting you and Bob, the rapper, continue talking about cloning centers? Yeah, but what? What if, um, what if money isn't everything? You know well, I mean? well like, it's not money. You have all the money and fame and glory, but only then every night they're raping you. Well, I really like that. How, how long would before nothing would matter to you except for getting away from the raping? Or it's not, the, even, the, it's not even just the raping, the things that they have to witness, the horrible, gory details of watching people being murdered and stuff, because it's not only just clones that get killed there. Sometimes they get a real person down there and watch them with grim faces of death spectacle. Wow. Like and then little kids them. too, right? And uh, some people that are cloning, they um, are religious, and they can't be down with that. But they, and they would expose it. But you know, it's probably going to mean their life. And right. uh, other people have already tried to do that and died. Like um, some guy named Phil Schneider. Yeah. He was he was telling the truth. I didn't even know about this guy. And I didn't even know he was dead. I tried to write him and said, "Dude, I I know all about that stuff too. You're you're there." And uh, he told all about it. He said, "Down underground, there's these things." I was a, a geologist, expanding a an underground base. I went down there, and they were all there, and I had to get out of there. The thing was, they allowed him to see that, where he was expanding the base to. They knew that those caverns were full of rills. And he, they wanted them to be seen. And then they wanted him to go out and talk about it, which he did, but to very little effect, right? Um, people just didn't believe him. You know, lizard aliens on the ground, really? Right? That's why I was a little bit discouraged when I was first going to start doing this. So I thought they were going to kill me right away, but I'll do one big shebang and hope that it, you know, helps the earth. Right? Right, right. That was my prime motivation, you know, do the right thing. As a human being, which I'm still doing. Wow. And uh, and you're not scared. But, I mean, obviously, 
you know, I, do you have a family? Do you have, you know, are you married? Do you have any no, kids? They're, uh, just about all of them are all dead. But uh, a lot of them were at cloning too. Like my mother sold me out to this place. Basically sold my soul to hell. Uh, she just died like five years ago or something. Uh, lung cancer and stuff. But, uh, you know, I don't miss her. <laughs> but she was at cloning too. And she's telling me, and I was like, I don't know who you people are. I, I don't have to do what you're saying. Like, I know that because I would get killed there as, as a kid sometimes, but then I would wake up the next day, not remember it, and just, I would think I didn't remember what I dreamt the night before, it would just be all black, I didn't think anything of it, I went to school, but then the next time I was at cloning, I started to figure it out, because I didn't know what a clone was at like five and six years old, of course, and, uh, well, these days with advent of star wars and stuff all the kids know what a clone is now yeah but but um i didn't back then but then i would recall the previous time i was there and i got stabbed to death and died everything faded to black and died but here i am again and there's no stab wounds in this new clone and um i am not dead there's not a scar either so and i didn't know how they were doing it i thought that it was magic or something when i was that young but then I realized, I started to realize, they can only do so much to me here, even if they were to kill me as a clone at this place, which I didn't know it was a clone. I'm like, I'm just going to live anyway, just like the last couple of times, and come back anyway. And uh, so then I started getting a little saucy there and defiant, and they liked that. They thought that that was cool. They thought I was brave. They were impressed. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, so then I figured out over the years what it was. Uh, I used to see all the clones are dumber. Nobody's clone is as smart as their real anchor person. They call it an anchor in the world that you draw the consciousness from while they're in REM sleep. Now, everyone at cloning is a little dumb, me included, um, to a certain degree. And they would, some of them would be so immature they tell me they could do something with a really wacky technology. And I'd say, I don't believe you. No, I don't believe you. And they go, oh yeah? We'll show you. And they did. <laughs> they would. They showed me all kinds every time. And then they would show me and I'd say, wow, that is amazing. And they said, yeah, we told you it's, re it's real. Like, like a little kid, you know? Like they were little kids. Like, oh, we told you so, right? So weird. The whole place is weird. But, um, yeah, the, it's pretty, really scary horror movie stuff there. Right. Um, pervy. Let's, let's talk about some uh, famous movie stars who have recently either died in mysterious ways or, um, or are being attacked by, uh, for example, Bill Cosby. All right. Yeah. Um, the Illuminati, I know the Illuminati is after him for a certain reason. I, I think he's he's coming out and he's talking against, you know, our government. You know, there are people who have who have done like Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston. Um, how did what, what were the reasons why they died? Did they want to get out? Um, Different reasons for each one of them, really. Uh, I'm familiar with each one. Well, for one thing, did you see Bill Cosby's eye? Yeah. Not pretty. No. It might just not be anything to do with that, but 
Hey. <laughs> um, he's been a cloning. Uh, Michael Jackson's been a cloning. I used to talk to him when I was a little kid. I thought it was really cool at first, but until I realized what he's like and what he's supposed to be, um, Michael Jackson isn't even dead. His body died, yeah. Okay, I'll tell you about in sequence. Let's see, the Bill Cosby thing. He supposedly did it. They said this there. He was, you know, giving them pills and stuff. And, you know, uh, that's... A lot of people have done that in the past. He's just pro high-profile people, the person that got caught with it. But um, it's not like they're trying to mess him up or something. It's just that he got caught up by multiple people or something, and they can't make it go away. So, But they like him there. Um, now, Michael Jackson, he wanted to die. He wanted to go to the next body of some kind because he was doing this stuff called propanol this injectable painkiller of some kind. And I guess it's really good feeling, but he was doing it all the time, like every day. And uh, it would, uh, it started to mess him up. It gave him premature arthritis because uh, he would lay around all day getting this stuff. And uh, it messed him up. And he didn't want to get old anyway. And, uh, he, uh, supposedly, from what they told me um, and from what I saw, although that could have been a trick of using clones, that wasn't even a real nose. He was, he had this psychosis about his nose being big, which it was, but, uh, and he couldn't, he couldn't get a nose job because, uh, for some reason, his nose holes, you know, they, they'd have to really chop him up. But he reduced it in size, reduced it, reduced it. But then after a while, it started getting all messed up. So it was just removed. Now, he had a hole there. It was just a cavity, like like what you would see on a skull or something. What it was, it was a rubberized, real realistic-looking plug nose that would go on. It was like a clip-on nose. And then he had a hole, or like you could see the incision all the way around. And uh, he would fill that up with putty and makeup and stuff and walk around like that. But it was not even a real nose. It was cosmetic attachment, prosthetic. Um, now, he's still alive, though. Like his body, body died. Michael Jackson's body died. But he's still running around. He's back in the next body. He's supposed to be over in like Bahrain or Dubai or something in the Middle East somewhere. Um, Whitney Houston. What do I know about her? Let's see. I remember the night she was there. Um, she was all frantic in the middle of the dirt. And I was sitting in the stands this night, which is, you know, better than being down in the dirt. The dirt arena down there. And everybody was laughing and yelling and pointing at her. And I was like, hmm, what's going on? <laughs> and, uh. I don't know, they think I'm a real big deal because all the songs, everybody likes at least a few of them because there's so many of them, right? And uh, so I was like, what's this? What's going on? Somebody said, she's in trouble. Uh, she doesn't want to do music anymore. She doesn't want to go on the stage anymore at all. And I'm like, so? Let her retire. I don't know, she's getting old, isn't she? And uh, I seen her back when I was a little kid too. I helped her with making songs. 
And at first, she was nice. But then, just like how it goes with most of them, they start getting mean over time with, with money and fame and stuff. They, they turn into, like, a different person. Um, well, she, uh, she was all frantic and everything. I was like, calm down. I was like, well, not like you're going to kill her or something. And then everybody goes silent. Like, the whole place is filled. It's like a mini stadium, this thing. Small sports venue, like Dog and Pony Show. And, uh, um, they, she's like, you might kill me because I don't want to do this, this stuff. And I said, well, you're, you're human. Who cares? I mean, you're not a, you're not an alien, so who cares? Because I don't give a damn about an alien. Like a, a parasited house, human. I don't care about those things. Kill them all. Right? They don't like I say that, but oh well, it's true. Um, most people don't care about those things. A parasited host is a host. You know, everybody knows what a host is. And there's, it's not a symbiotic, symbiotic uh, relationship. They, it's Nothing is left of the previous human. Previous human is dead. But then they said that she wasn't even actually a human. She was, you know, something weird. And I was like, oh, well, I don't care. <laughs> and then everybody laughed, and uh, she's all frantic and stuff. And I was like, "What are you telling me about this for? I don't care." And uh, anyway, then she ended up dead. Hmm. Um, they never did anything to her that night, from what I could see. But then, like days following later, see on the news, oh, she's dead now. And I was like, "Wow, I guess it was true then." Hmm. But they've done this. Like, um, what's that other one? Her name. Uh, from the Fuji's Lauren Hill. She uh, was all for going to clothing and doing what they do there, as long as she made money and got famous, right? After she did, um, she wanted out then. And, uh, but, you know, they don't let people go. And um, so she started crying all the time when she was there. I can't be in this. I don't want to be in this anymore. I didn't know what it involved when I said that I would join. And uh, so she's crying and everything, and it was like a downer to them. She really made quite a spectacle of herself, crying and the snot hanging out of her face, everything. It was really pathetic looking. And uh, so then she made this song called I Get Out. You guys hear about that? It was like really tugged at the heartstrings, right? Well, she's like, I get out, I get out, and I forget the rest of it, but... She whined about it so much at cloning. They eventually let her get out. It was rare. It was just because they didn't want to. They didn't want to hear it, see it anymore. Hmm. Like she went on and on and on. So they just let her leave. Do they? Do they have? Do they have any plans for like to take over completely and let everybody know, like come above? board with it and make it a known thing or they just want to keep themselves secret forever no they want it to come out but there's a lot of factors to it right because you got all the house and stuff and people are going to want to wipe them across the planet and it might be what these FEMA coffins are for you know and um, you know I'm all for that you know wipe the house but uh, then there's also the dead people on ship that are either in a clone or they've stolen someone's body with the chip, right? 
they don't know what's going to happen to them, and they don't want to be regarded as a host and wiped right along with the host. And they don't know how they're going to be treated once that's known. And also the people that have been doing all these disgusting things to people, you know, torturing people for sport, hell, raping children, um, they know that that's going to be known about eventually because once it's safe to talk about, it's going to be a giant rat fest. Everybody's going to be ratting on each other. Nobody likes each other there. They don't hang and stuff. They go there and they act like they're friends with each other, but they don't hang. Like, they're not friends with each other. Um, they don't, they're embarrassed. They don't like to even look at each other in the face in real life because they know what they've been up to and what they've been doing. But um, they don't want stuff to be known that they've done either. Like, out detailed individual actions and events that have been there. And then I go to cloning and they're all mad at me. Like, like Beyonce or something. And it's just, why did you say that about me? You just ruined my life. And I'm like, mm, I don't know, you shouldn't mess with me. And, uh, and she's, she's, they're not going to kill me. So, you know, there's only so much they can do. But they can't deter me because I already got tortured, tortured a bunch. And, you know, and it was looking like I was going to die anyway back in 2012. So I pretty much was resigned to the fact that I was doomed. Right? I accepted it. I thought, I'm dead. I'm dead. Other people get killed. They're probably going to kill me for sure. So, you know, I'll do what I can. I'll be remembered well as a hero in the future. And um, at least the stuff will be stopped. Right. And and maybe I can avoid having myself brought back after death for God knows what. And, and, you're, and st- uh, you're still alive. <laughs> yeah. It would suck. Yeah, I remember. They got this thing if they really hate someone. It's like the, the band name of the same name, Megadeth they can do something. It's another deterrent for even brave people, you know? And it's like, I guess, going to hell, basically. They can bring you back to life after you're dead, have you reactivated into clone after clone, and just killed one after the other. Like, and there's no waking up in your bed the next day, because you don't have an anchor body anymore. You just keep going one after the other, getting killed and killed and killed. Even though, um, in the past, when they have tried to do this to someone, they get bored of it after a time, right? And, you know, the person's screaming and stuff, and just the same thing over and over again. So then eventually they stop, but uh, they make people watch sometimes to use that as a deterrent. Like, and they also watch uh, murder videos, they call them snuff films. They have uh, big screens at the cloning center where um, they can get these murder videos, and, um, They'll sit around watching them. And some people don't like watching them, some people do. But the ones that don't like watching them, they don't even say that they don't like it. They just sit there and watch it. They're so scared. But uh, they're all hanging on the edge of their seats, well, most of them, wishing that I could uh, end it quicker. Because, like, I'm, like, kind of a big hope for them because I'm not going to be killed and they can't deter me with their threats and stuff. Right. So I'm like a wild card that can talk about this, which I am. I've been doing it as much as I can. And as you were saying, I'm not getting paid. I'm not writing a book, selling tickets to a seminar or anything like your David Icke and stuff, those guys. And, um, yeah, so that's a 
good indication to people that something's different about me, right? Right, right. All right, Donald. Well, hey, you know what? That's 90 minutes, man. It went Ooh. really quick, dude. Um, yeah. You know what? Um, you know what? Let, let, let's let's get you on again in the near future, and uh, I want you to update us on, on anything that 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 you find out underground or anything that you want to tell our, you know our fans around the world about. By all yeah. means, get a hold of us. Get a and hold of your me. fans now. Yeah, yeah, you know, and let, let's keep doing this. And and um, you know, I'm sure the more you get out there, the more these you know rappers and rock stars and actors are going to come out. Um, and let let's keep tabs on the ones that 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 whack out because those are probably the ones who are um, who are losing it, who are clones. Um, you know, we, we you know we're kind of like keeping a tab on things on this end. Yeah. Um, good. And and let let just let's keep on going and um, you know if yeah. you can get a hold of Tequila if she you know if we, if we can get her on the air that would be cool but let's keep spreading she the word do. yeah see if we can get a hold of her and see if she'd come on you know we'd like to have her on as well um, she loves Danny or Donnie she loves you <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure she sure does yeah <laughs> so all right Donald I appreciate you calling in man um, again let's keep in touch uh, don't go away and um, and uh, let's talk soon right. All right, sounds good. Thank you, Don. All right, thank you, Don. Thank you so Appreciate much. it, man. Take care. We'll see you guys next All right, time. you too. Good night. Good night. Donald, are you there? Donald, Over. hey, buddy. Yeah. What's up, man? Hi. How you feeling? I'm feeling insulted. You guys only give me a fucking 20 to half hour. Dude, <laughs> you told me you didn't have much to talk about. I hey. got a lot, but... Okay, I don't, I don't see him on the screen. I don't, I don't, you don't see him? Not to insult your show, but oh, your venue, oh, you guys chase ghosts and shit. And right. Problems and shit. And? You know how important it is what I'm telling people? Mm. I'm not trying to be insulting you guys, but it is worldly important. It is a major crisis. I'm trying to find my earphone plug here. And if you guys are a part of that, you guys are world heroes at the same time. Just a second, I'm gonna. I think this is the port. All right. Well, Donald Marshall is trying to get his uh, situated here. Uh, Alan is trying to get. Are we on now? Oh, oh well, we're, we're we got audio, but um, Alan is trying to. Every, everybody can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody right. can hear you. Uh, wonderful. I didn't think that we were live. Oh yeah, we're live. Uh, great. The whole damn time. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that was wonderful. Okay. Uh, I think... Well, I can hear you through the headphones now. Okay. And you can hear me, yes? Yeah, we can hear yeah. you fine. And, uh... Yeah, well, I can't see you yet. Um, Alan is trying I'm to... I'm speak... working on it. Alan is trying to distinguish the... Get, get that on this side. Okay, I'll be, you'll be able to see us, but... Oh, we don't get the camera up, do we? Forgot no, the camera. we didn't have... Okay. I wonder why it's not. Is this the beginning of the show? Uh, yeah, we were in 15 minutes in it, so um, you're not going to be able to see us, which is fine. You don't, you don't really want to see us. No, uh, I want to see you. Oh, you want to see? <laughs> yeah, like before when you made me come down on the big screen and I'm the big <laughs> head. <laughs> okay, well, um, darn it. All right. Um, come on. All right, hold on, hold go. on. I'm going to let uh, Alan go ahead and talk to you while I get the camera situated. Hold on. Okay, well, Alan, what's new? Howdy, bro. I can see you now. And I think everybody can see you now. Yeah. Oh, great. That picture is too big, man. Huh? The picture's too big? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's on the wall behind me. That and I, I don't like to even be seen. Um, and people think that I'm either dead or taken over by some kind of parasitic lizard. Man, I've been reading. I've been reading that some of the people think that. You know, yeah, but only. They, but I could tell. I could tell. Like I read your posts all the time, and I could tell that um, you're the same old Don. No, you wouldn't be able to tell, dude. They um. Are they that good? They know my mannerisms, my speech patterns, and everything, and they don't call them mimics for nothing. Mimics? Huh. You wouldn't... Doppelgangers, mimics, you wouldn't be able to tell, dude. Really? Um, when you will be able to tell, and for all everyone out there, you'll be able to tell when I start taking things back. Oh, I see. So you'll start going back on your word or what you've been saying over the no, course of the years? Right away. Yeah. Little bit by little bit. Huh. But that's when you'll know. Because I'll never take nothing back. Right, Because yeah. I only, very carefully, have told things that I am only certain about. I don't elaborate or, like, assume, you know, only things that have been proven to me. And they've proven things to me over and over again. Like, I won't say retarded, because it's politically incorrect. Like mentally handicapped children. They would say, we can do this, Dawn. And I'd say, I don't believe you can do that. And over and over again throughout my life, they would say, yes, we can, look. They would prove it to me. Just so they, they make, just they make people born me. that way, right? Is that what? what? They, they make it, or they cause people to be born like that? Like retarded, or? No, it's when people die. Oh. They come back. With oh. the chip. Man, what, so what happened to Prince, dude? Or a chip in the head of a clone and then they're stupefied with the flaws of intellect and then they're stupefied. Man, that sucks, man. That, that's almost that's almost too much power for somebody, you know what I mean? Well guess what? Those people that died, they're usually rich and politically powerful people and you guys had all better pray for my success if you believe in any gods at all. Right. Which makes me feel well, stupid. Well, okay, do you do you believe in God? I believe in many gods now. <laughs> I would tell you about it, but then I would sound like a schizoid. Why is that? Why is that, did yeah. you say? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, see, I, I believe in a higher power. You know. I did. Too. At one time? Yeah, but then I got introduced to a multitude of the higher powers. Okay. You don't know what's going on. I can't believe... Okay, for the viewers, I'm going to X out of some of these smaller windows. For the viewers in the crowd, can you tell them how long I have to speak to you? Because I'm not sure. Is it 20, 30 minutes? Yeah, well, yeah, okay. The last time we spoke before this interview, 
Um, I wanted you to come on, and but then you told me you didn't have much to talk about, so I don't know what we would be talking no, about. Do clarify. I have very much to talk about, but I don't want to be punished tonight when I go to Okay, school. okay. So, okay, so you have a lot to talk about, but you can't talk about some of the stuff because you're afraid you're going to get uh, busted, punished in the cloning centers, right? Yeah, but I don't really care about that. Okay. Remember this for the future, you two. Um, I'm going to be dead. You are both going to be able to sell this broadcast <laughs> and your perceptions of this broadcast for a lot of money. It's kind of a big deal. And it'll be even more of a big deal after I'm dead, which I assume I will be. Man, I hope they didn't kill you. Now, you were gone for a month on uh, Facebook. What happened? You were gone for a month on Facebook. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. For the first 30 days, I got... Am I allowed to swear on this? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Well, um, it is an F word, but not the F word. Um, you can say whatever I, you want. I hate, I hate Prince, the singer, all right? Yeah. I hate him. He used to... They used to use me when I was a child to make songs for Prince when I was a kid, okay? As retarded as that sounds, I have to say that's what happened. And many, many more people. I was a phenomenon about making songs and coming up with melodies that stuck in people's heads. And the poetry and lyrics in the songs didn't even matter at all. People just assumed that they were metaphorical and meant something in a strange way, but they didn't. Sometimes they just rhymed. I didn't like Prince. I, and, and the reason I was banned for the 30 days, I said, I don't care that Prince is dead. He was a fag. Anyway, I said the F-A-G word, you guys. I'm sorry. Not really, I'm not. I lied there. I, I'm not sorry. I don't really like homosexual men at all don't sympathize with their lifestyle mind you i like lesbians <laughs> i have to say Maybe that so it's no. not like it's not like i'm against homosexuality if i was a woman i would be a lesbian myself because the feminine form is very beautiful yeah and i find the human male hairy to be unattractive I'm, I'm glad that I haven't found attractive sometimes. That's all that I mean. Anyway, after the 30 days was almost up, do you know what happened then? Facebook will pay. They'll say it was an automated thing that did it. I got banned for another three days so that they could say it was 33 days because they loved that number. Okay, so, so they banned you because you said something bad about Prince? No, because I said fag. I said I don't oh. care about that oh. fag. Oh, okay. Right. Who cares about that dead fag or something like that? I can't remember. So exactly. some, so somebody turned you in, or they were monitoring you. No, they were monitoring me. They monitored me for a while, every day, every minute. Yeah. In more ways than you understand. Oh yeah. Um, I could tell you, and you probably wouldn't believe me. And half of your viewers that haven't looked into my story would think that I was some kind of a schizoid, which I'm not. I'll tell you in a minute. 30 days banned because I said F-A-G. Mm -hmm. Tell them it was like just lesbians. a cigarette. I like lesbians. <laughs> Don't 
get me wrong. Lesbians are very cool in my book. I've tried to turn some of them back to our team. Um, anyway, <laughs> after the 30 days were almost up, they do not want me to do this show, by the way. Uh, they banned me for another three days after the 30. Do you know why? This was the most retarded thing. I can see banning me for saying the F-A-G word, a, a homo slur, you know. Do you know what they said? And they will pay for this and answer for this. They said, well, you can look on my Facebook wall. They said something like, it is illegal to post pictures of women or people that are under the age of 18 or something. Mind you, I couldn't post in the Facebook Messenger either. So, that's a moot point. I, I couldn't have posted anything, much less pictures of people that are under 18, which I would only have to assume are women, because, you know, I'm not going to post pictures of naked guys. Mind you, I wouldn't post pictures of naked women either. That's not what I'm doing, right? Never mind. Huh? It was just an idiotic thing. Right. What are we talking about, guys? Well, What's what that? do you what let's do you talk. want? Well, let, let's what? talk. Let's talk about. Okay. Um. You know, obviously, the last time we had you on, we talked about a lot of stuff. We had you on for a long time, dude. Um. A lot of stuff. Hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half. Now, okay. Obviously, since then, Prince has died, and a lot of people want to know if you know anything about Prince. And obviously, we talked about it a little bit. Um, Shall I pour out a little liquor? The what? The homie. Shall I pour out a little liquor for the homie that did not make it? <laughs> if you want. Go ahead. No. no, I'm not going to. It's better used elsewhere. <laughs> I kind of figured he was having a good time over there. It sounds like it's, it was like night and day from last time. You told me you were going to. And I do. And I, and I don't want to say what I do in the beginning of every show. But um, but uh, I like I like uh, I like your right now i like the way you are right now because i feel well, that i'm a little bit pissed dude yeah would you like to know why yeah, absolutely okay and now do not take offense i'm telling you do not take offense this is not derogatory to your show your show is pretty cool i like the set you have cool props and everything uh -huh. but it is a catastrophe that i have to fall back to this kind of a venue to expose the things that I know which should be on CNN. Which could sound like an insult to you, but no, not at all. Not. It is not. No. Your set looks very cool, especially the big Sasquatch in the background. It's very cool. And you even got a gray alien sitting back there somewhere. Yeah. But you guys, I am not going to survive. I've wondered about that. Yeah, you're looking that. at a dead man. I figured I was going to be dead already. I've been and wondering about I that for years. I do not year. care. Mm -hmm. so, what were you saying? I said I, I've been wondering about that for a year because you kind of been warning us, you know, on Facebook, like, and then you would disappear. Everybody's like, everybody's like, oh man, you know. I am not dead already. I can explain. I've already written it out on Facebook. I've written out everything, yeah. and it is all free, by the way, everyone. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
And I am never selling a book, and I am never selling tickets to a lecture or something like everyone else does. Right. That should be an inclination that something is different. I I agree. It's same thing here, dude. You know, we don't we don't sell. Well, we I mean, people want us to sell, um, you know, cups and shirts and you know, and write books and all that. But we I have not made a cent to this day by selling stuff for this show. Just to let you know, not That's a single. Hi there. Welcome back. We're listening to the third part of this Don Marshall interview. I want to ask him a question real bad. Or several. I want to interview him. I'm trying to get him on my show. <laughs> but, uh, I probably don't have the clout, as they call it. People are kind of pissing me off because complete paranormal central interview. I only got like Mr. Donald Marshall. Are you there? Two hundred something in the in the chat. Can't remember. Very carefully. Have told things that I am only certain about. I don't elaborate or like. Assume, you know, only things that have been proven to me, and they've proven things to me over and over again. Like, I won't say retarded because it's politically incorrect. Like mentally handicapped children, they would say, We can do this, Dawn. And I'd say, I don't believe you can do that. And over and over again throughout my life. They would say, "Yes, we can." Look, and they would prove it to me. So they, they make they make people born that way, right? Is that what? They they make it or they cause people to be born like that, like retarded or. No, it's when people die. Oh. They come back with oh. the chip. Man, yeah. what? So what and happened to Prince, dude? Or a chip in the head of a clone, and then they're stupefied with the flaws of intellect, and then they're stupefied. Man, that sucks, man. That, that's almost that's almost too much power for somebody. You know what I mean? Well, guess what? Those people that died, they're usually rich and politically powerful people, and. You guys said all better pray for my success if you believe in any gods at all. Right. Which makes me feel well, stupid. Well, okay, do you do you believe in God? I believe in many gods now. <laughs> I would tell you about it, but then I would sound like a schizoid. Why is that? Why is that, did yeah. you say? Well, yeah. I mean I'm I'm see, I, I believe in a higher power. Why didn't they have? I did too. At one time. Yeah, but then I got introduced to a multitude of the higher powers. 
Okay. You don't know what's going on. I can't believe... Okay, for the viewers, I'm going to X out of some of these smaller windows. For the viewers in the crowd, can you tell them how long I have to speak to you? Because I'm not sure. Is it 20, 30 minutes? Yeah, well, yeah, okay. The last time we spoke before this interview, um, I wanted you to come on, and but then you told me you didn't have much to talk about, so I don't know what we would be talking no, about. Do clarify. I have very much to talk about, but I don't want to be punished tonight when I go to sleep. Okay, okay, so, okay, so, you have a lot to talk about, but you can't talk about some of the stuff because you're afraid you're going to get uh, busted, punished in the cloning centers, right? Yeah, but I don't really care about that. Okay. Remember this for the future, you two. Um, I'm going to be dead. You are both going to be able to sell this broadcast and your perceptions of this broadcast for a lot of money. Kind of a big deal. And it'll be even more of a big deal after I'm dead, which I assume I will be. Man, I hope they don't kill you. Now, you were gone for a month on uh, Facebook. What happened? You were gone for a month on Facebook. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. For the first 30 days, I got... Am I allowed to swear on this? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Um, it is an F word, but not the F word. Um, you can say whatever you I, want. I hate, I hate Prince, the singer, all right? <laughs> yeah. I hate him. He used to, they used to use me when I was a child to make songs for Prince when I was a kid, okay? As retarded as that sounds, I have to say that's what happened. And many, many more people. I was a phenomenon about making songs and coming up with melodies that stuck in people's heads and the poetry and lyrics in the songs didn't even matter at all people just assumed that they were metaphorical and meant something in a strange way but they didn't sometimes they just rhymed i didn't like prince i and and the reason i was banned for the 30 days i said i don't care that prince is dead he was a fag. Anyway, I said the F-A-G word, you guys. I'm sorry. Not really. I'm not. I lied there. I, I'm not sorry. I don't really like homosexual men at all. I don't sympathize with their lifestyle. Mind you, I like lesbians. <laughs> I have to say yeah, that so it's not <laughs> like it's not like I'm against homosexuality if I was a woman I would be a lesbian myself because the feminine form is very beautiful yeah and I find the human male hairy to be unattractive like I'm, I'm glad that I haven't found attractive sometimes that's all that I mean Anyway, after the 30 days was almost up, do you know what happened then? Facebook <clears throat> will pay. They'll say it was an automated thing that did it. I got banned for another three days so that they could say it was 33 days because they loved that number. Okay, so, so they banned you because you said something bad about Prince? No, because I said fag. I said I uh, don't care about that uh, fag. Oh, okay. Right. Who cares about that dead fag or something like that? I can't remember. So exactly. some, so somebody turned you in, or they were monitoring you. No, they were monitoring me. They monitored me for a while, every day, every minute. Yeah. In more ways than you understand. Oh yeah. Um, 
I could tell you, and you probably wouldn't believe me, and half of your viewers that haven't looked into my story would think that I was some kind of a schizoid, which I'm not. I'll tell you in a minute. 30 days banned because I said F-A-G. Mm-hmm. Tell them it was like just lesbians. a cigarette. I like <laughs> lesbians. Don't get me wrong. Lesbians are very cool in my book. I've tried to turn some of them back to our team. Um, anyway, after the 30 days were almost up, they do not want me to do this show, by the way. Uh, they banned me for another three days after the 30. Do you know why? This was the most retarded thing. I can see banning me for saying the F-A-G word, a, a homo slur, you know... You know what they said? And they will pay for this and answer for this. They said, well, you can look on my Facebook wall. They said something like, it is illegal to post pictures of women or people that are under the age of 18 or something. Mind you, I couldn't post in the Facebook Messenger either. So, that's a moot point. I, I couldn't have posted anything, much less pictures of people that are under 18, which I would only have to assume are women, because, you know, I'm not going to post pictures of naked guys. Mind you, I wouldn't post pictures of naked women either. That's not what I'm doing, right? Never mind. Huh? It was just an idiotic thing. Right. What are we talking about, guys? Well, What's what that? do you what What's do you want? Well, let, let's what? talk. Let's talk about. Okay. Um. You know, obviously, the last time we had you on, we talked about a lot of stuff. We had you on for a long time, dude. Um. A lot of stuff. Hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half. Now, okay. Obviously, since then, Prince has died, and a lot of people want to know if you know anything about Prince. And obviously, we talked about it a little bit. Um, Shall I pour out a little liquor? The what? The homie. Shall I pour out a little liquor for the homie that did not make it? <laughs> if you want. Go ahead. No. no, I'm not going to. It's better used elsewhere. <laughs> I kind of figured he was having a good time over there. It sounds like it's, it was like night and day from last time. You told me you were going to. And I do. And I, and I don't want to say what I do in the beginning of every show. But um, but uh, I, like, I, like, uh, I like your... Right now, I like the way you are right now because I feel well, that. Well, I'm a little bit pissed, dude. Yeah. Pissed. Would you like to know why? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and now do not take offense. I'm telling you, do not take offense. This is not derogatory to your show. Your show is pretty cool. I like the set. You have cool props and everything. Uh huh. But it is a catastrophe that I have to fall back to this kind of a venue to expose the things that I know which should be on CNN. Which could sound like an insult to you, but no, it's not. At all. It is not. No. Your set looks very cool, especially the big Sasquatch in the background. It's very cool. And you even got a gray alien sitting back there somewhere. Yeah. But you guys, I am not going to survive. I wondered yeah, about that. Yeah, you're looking at a dead man. I figured I was going to be dead already. I've been and wondering about I that for a year. I do not care. Mm -hmm. so, what were you saying? 
I said, I've, I've been wondering about that for a year because you kind of been warning us, you know, on Facebook. Like, and then you would disappear. Everybody's explain. like, everybody's like, oh, man, you know. I am not dead already. I can explain. I've already written it out on Facebook. I've written out everything. Yeah. And it is all free, by the way, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I then, am never selling a book, and I am never selling tickets to a lecture or something like everyone else does. Right. That should be an inclination that something is different. I I agree. It's the same thing here, dude. You know, we don't we don't sell. Well, we I mean, people want us to sell, um, you know, cups and shirts and you know and write books and all that. But we I have not made a cent to this day by selling stuff for this show. Just to let you know, not That's a single. Hilarious. Okay, we we've accepted donations for those who can. We appreciate those people who have donated, but we're not talking thousands and thousands of dollars. We're only talking hundreds of dollars. All right? So. Well, then I guess you're a crusader for justice and truth. Absolutely. Dying, absolutely. Right? And that, 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 that separates us from the people who are out there selling stuff to make money. Um, that's not us here. And yes. I, I just want to make sure you understand that. And eventually, and eventually... We are going to start selling stuff because, you know, I, I'm, I'm paying out of my pocket, you know, for Internet, for live stream, for all this. It's coming out of my pocket. I'm not, I'm not charging people for shit. People that do that get rewarded in the future for their sacrifices. Well, I, I'm hoping that things are going to get better for us and, and we're going to get bigger. And that's the way it's looking right now. So, Mind you, um, think of my situation. Well, yeah, I mean... Um, Dead men re enjoy no rewards. Dead men walking, huh? I've been exactly. I said that at Colony a bunch of times. Like from Green Mile, I kept on saying it. Dead man walking, dead man here, dead man here. Yeah. And then they told me to shut up or I'd get smashed. Mind you, they do not want me to do this interview. I don't know what the hell I say. That's interesting. There is something that... I say that they do not. What like. what what is uh have have you what have you heard from whom have told you? I can you tell you, but it will sound absurd. Would you like to hear? Absolutely, yeah. I'd love to hear it. That's what everybody's heard, asking right you've now. You've seen you've seen the movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, right? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We have. Uh, you wouldn't know because you don't have chips, or this, as far as I know. We have redone these past three days, second time through now. Mm. And you can believe me or not, I don't care. But I think it's um, cool. We went squatching for three days, three times. I love it. <laughs> no, the past three days, it involves the CERN Hadron Collider. Uh -huh. When they slam protons, I don't know if I told you this the last time, they can do an effect... They call it the Groundhog Day effect, just like the movie. And um, if things don't go their way, they can go back to the last slam, whether they did it yesterday or three days ago or last week. And then they can correct things. But you do not remember unless you have a chip in your brain. A certain kind of chip, which I have, and many of the other ones do have. And they're multi-use chips. They do multiple things. They transfer consciousness and everything now uh, you people 
normal civilians would feel a strong deja vu. If they do it a third time, you remember everything. You could even remember lottery numbers. Woo, that was cool. But we are only in the second time through, and I'm very certain that we've already done this. And I don't know what I said to piss them off, but and I don't want to go to sleep tonight and get my skin cut off. So let, let's talk about, um, and I, I, like I said, we just got home a little while ago. I wasn't able to put uh, down in words, but the guy from Harry Potter just came out, uh, you know, about three or four days ago about Hollywood and children and molestation, pedophile, you know, all, you know. No, you got the wrong guy. The guy from Harry Potter is a different guy. Oh. This is the guy, Elijah Wood, Elijah from Wood. The Lord of the Rings. Thank you. My, my bad. You're right. The guy from Harry Potter is a different guy. It looks very similar. You got it. My bad. Yes. Okay. So the guy from Lord of the Rings. Um, so can you? What, what can you tell me about the Hollywood elite? Are uh, they? They're obviously connected with Vril, right? I mean, yes. obviously. Yes. And okay. Silence through fear. I feel I should talk quickly because you only gave me a half hour. <laughs> Um, okay, but listen, Elijah Wood didn't mind being used when he was a kid for benefit. Money, right? Fame. That's what most of them do. Yeah. If they ever try to talk. Which he's doing now. I mean, don't you think he's... He took it back. He took it back and said what? that he didn't even mean it. He said he was elaborating on someone else's article and they took it out of context. Really? I, mu I missed that. Yeah, but I that was that. just a lie because... Somebody told them they not. They bounced time. And they said, take it back or we're going to kill you. That's what they do. That's why no one can talk. Because they bounce time. There's, there's, That's the biggest fail-safe, you guys. Oh, my God. I'm trying to save the world here, you guys. They have time-bounce tech, like the Groundhog Day effect with Bill Murray. They can do it a day or a week whenever they made the past slam. Now, if someone comes out tomorrow, say Pink the Singer, mm -hmm. and Elijah Wood knows all about me, all about cloning. I've met him and talked to him there. Same with Pink the Singer. I'm just using her as an example. If she comes out tomorrow on national, international live television and says, there's a cloning center and they're killing people, they use us as slaves, and we can't say anything, do you know what they do? We will again go back to three days ago to the last proton slam of CERN-Hadron Collider. I don't know how the science works. I'm not a physicist. They will go back to three days ago, and guess what happens to Pink? Pink gets Silence. shot three days yeah. ago. Yeah. All right. Pink gets shot. Somebody trying to sleep back there? Yeah, that's my roommate. Yeah. He doesn't know I'm on the radio. You guys are making me a little excited. <laughs> I'm kind of frantic because look at the lengths that I have to go to. No, I understand. I understand. And again, not an insult. Right. But it should be CNN. Um, well, they, they control that. 
You know what I mean? Yes. They, they they control all that. I mean, I've yes, read your do. stuff. Anderson and, Cooper is that cloning, yes. Yeah, they control it. I mean, I learned a lot of stuff from your website. In fact, there there's some questions in here they were telling you. They were asking uh, the Mandela effect. <sighs> what do you know that, about the Mandela that effect? That has to do with the, the time bounce thing. Oh, they, change, oh. they change things for, right, sometimes right. just for a joke. Let me guess, that's from Elizabeth. No, no, actually a bunch of people were asking. Really? Because Elizabeth is very much... You know, people are... <clears throat> for those who don't know what the Mandela Effect is, is that... I don't know how I can explain this, but you know of something, and then you go back um, to do research on it, and it's totally wrong what you know, and it's been it's changed. It's different. It's in different. A slight way. Yes. From what you remember it to be five years, ten years, fifteen years ago. It's like, wait a minute, I, I thought that actor was dead, but he's, he's alive, or vice versa. Or uh, a print in the Bible, or a print in a manuscript uh, that it's you read is, is changed slightly to where the effect or the meaning has now been totally changed for a, a different way. Um, they do that for a joke. Really? Because wow. no one can do anything about it. Right. Think about it. What has anybody done about it? You can't. I mean, if you come out and say what we're saying right now on freaking NBC or or CNN, they're going to laugh you out the door. Yeah, and call you crazy. Absolutely. But people so what, what are can you do people then? are catching it now and they're reporting it on social media where other people will go back and do research to say, "Hey, you're absolutely right. It has changed. I remember that actor was dead, but now he's alive. Or what? They can't change it very much, though. It'll cause something called paradox. It will change other things. So they only change it in a minute way. The spelling of a movie, other things. They just do it for a joke to, to flaunt their power. See, we, we tell people that they tell us in advance with television and radio shows and movies. I mean, they, they tell us what they're doing. <laughs> And everybody thinks it's entertainment, but really it's real, huh? Oh, uh, you don't say. But only no, the, I don't believe you. I don't no? think that's true. No, no, you're wrong. I don't think so. You don't no. think so? No, well, that is true. Yes, I'm being sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> you had me scared there. Damn it. Yeah, I remember. You know what? Pop, I'll open up another beer, dude. You need another beer. Not through this one. Oh, okay. I lost my smokes, though. It's not good. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to do without for now. Okay. Anyway, we only have a half an hour. Let me recap what we did in the past. Okay. They have a cloning situation. It is not cloning from a baby. That is replication cloning. They have this thing called duplication cloning. They can make a duplicate of you. Now, somehow, through neurology, they can make you be activated into your dreams. It's in songs all over the place. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I put hints in songs. Ah, this is so terrible. I feel like I have to recap everything. Um, no, they, not really. They, if, if, if anybody wants to go back and watch the show that we did previous, they can. But, um, yeah, you know. There's new, there's new people. Uh, yeah, um, I know. People can, uh, the Illuminati can entrap your consciousness in a way. It's like a soul cage. It's a terrible thing. 
they can activate you into a duplicate clone of yourself while you are in total REM sleep. And then have the option of having you remember that or not. And they can interrogate you for anything that you know, passwords, anything. It's crazy. And they can terrorize you, torture you, which they've done to me and others. Um, most people kill themselves. I didn't. Why? You better. Why? 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 why no. Why? Why do you think um, they got rid of Prince? Oh, I don't know. Well, there was a rumor saying he was trying to get um, ownership of his copyright or something. Right. Which he. Which he. Like which. That. Which he succeeded. And that 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 made you know that took away the money toward the record companies to him, and that right there is a big well, he's, no no. He's he's not getting any money now. No no no. Mm -mm. You go against so, the man. You go against the. Uh, you go against them. You're going down. Absolutely, money is everything to them. That's how they control. Unless the you're me. Unless you're I am the only exception. <laughs> Do you know why? Actually, so far you really are. Everybody else that. Uh, talks about talks, this gets dies. shut up. Yeah, Phil Schneider. Yeah, they shut him up. Did you ever hear of Phil Schneider? Thank oh yeah, know. oh yeah. Yeah, he he. They found him with a piano wire. He tried to do what I'm doing, but mm -hmm. he didn't know the entirety. Do you know why they have allowed me to live? I have no idea. Let me tell you, because I made an absurd amount of songs, top ten songs. Since the 80s, since I was a child, it's the only reason they've allowed me to survive. Hmm. As retarded as that sounds, I'm sorry. But it's true. If there was one thing that you haven't told everyone that you thought was one of the most important things that people to know right now, what would it be? Hmm. It's three things. In a nutshell. People are being consciousness transferred into clones and getting messed up and killed remotely. Remote murder, it's easy. Untraceable. Two, they use alien body snatchers for an anti-domestic. There's a biological body snatching method and then there's a technological body snatching method, just like selfless, where people avoid death using microchips in the head and live again. They would use clones, but it's not as good as a real person. Three. Well, that is the third part. The, the biological body snatching and then the technological body snatching those are the next two things it's the most important things that I have to tell everyone about and there's aliens there's multiple kinds of aliens and they are all ugly humans are the best looking aliens they, they in case be, anybody's wondering they must be jealous of us huh they are jealous of us. That's why they want to be us. Ah. Um, most kinds are like some of these freaks online say. 
lizards reptilian. They are a reptilian type. But there's lots of different kinds of reptilian types. And some of them don't even like each other. Right. They war against their own self. Well, only so much. Cool. Um, I've seen them. They come and have spoken to me a lot. <laughs> you know, your Anunnaki's and your Zeta Reticulums. Oh, they're real. They put themselves in movies, portray themselves in movies to get to get an idea of what people think about what they look like. And they are not pleased. When they get called ugly, disgusting, they, they hate us even more. Um... I've talked to so many different kinds. There's a collaboration of aliens, and religious people will hate me for saying this, but they call themselves the Covenant, which sounds like it has religious connotations. I don't know. I don't care. They call themselves the Covenant. It's a collaboration of eight different kinds of like alien races. I thought there was only some from underground, but there are some from space as well. Um, I only tell people things that I know for absolute certain. Right. The and only, I found this stuff out for certain. Have you, have, is there anything, like, lately that, that we should be worried about? Like, like, is, are they, have a plan that we should be worried about or preparing for or anything? They don't tell me much now because they know I'll only relate it. Oh. But. What I have found out, well, it's funny, it's 50-50, they're all, they're either going to promote, try to promote me as, because they love enacting prophecy stuff, mm -hmm. multiple prophecies, Hopi, Nostradamus, and Revelations, and everything, they try to put it in a big smorgasbord, they either want to promote me as the good guy in all of this, or they want to promote me as the Antichrist. Interesting. And I am not the Antichrist. You will see in the end... Uh, <laughs> I'm just... No. They scared the hell out of me saying that they would try to do that. But... They were threatening me with that if I don't go along with them but say what they want me to say. They will say that and try to use something called the highlight reel to denounce me and make me look bad. They have this thing called the highlight reel where I am at cloning under drugs and mind control doing very questionable things. And the casual observer will take these things at face value right away. But I have no memory of these things. So, anyway, is our half hour up, Sasquatch Hunters? Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, well, I mean, I'm giving you more time because, um, you know, you're, 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 you're spilling your guts, buddy, and that's what I want. I want to, I want you to spill your guts. And you told me that beforehand that you were, you know, you were going to, like I do, take a couple of drinks before, loosen up, 
and you are loosening up, and everybody is loving it because you are spilling your guts, buddy. And that's what I want we, you to do. Do we have a lot of live viewers and people in the chat? Room? Hell yeah. Yeah, for some reason, mine's not saying how many, but they were saying there's like, I don't know, 300 or something. That's a lot of... I wish I could find my cigarettes. I'm very stressed talking about this stuff. Well, go ahead. Go ahead and look for them, man, because that, if that's going to help you calm down and talk some more, then go I for it. I've already looked. It's not, not anywhere close. Not anywhere close? Okay. No, they're, right. I'm going to have to spend some time looking for them. I can do that for now. Okay. All right. Anyway. Well, um... They say there's a 278. In uh, the chat. Just, just in chat. That's just in chat, though. Yeah, there's a lot. 278 people. Yeah. Just that's in, just in, in chat. chat. Not viewing this. But, but they, you have to sign up to get into chat. That's totally different it's than viewers. Still so. not enough. Well, no, that's a lot, dude. A lot of people, 278, who want to throw, who are talking among each other. That is a lot compared to a lot of other sites, dude. Trust me. Probably just my cult followers. That could be. There's hey. some in there. Trust me, they're there. There's some in you know, there. Do you know what? Some people have said about me, you guys. What? Oh my God! What? What do they say? That I'm a cult leader, like like Ooh. Charles Manson. I never Facebook thought. Manson. I never thought about that, dude. They've said um, that I well am the Antichrist. Some people, some religious fanatics, yeah. the zealots. Yeah, I can't. They've said that. I can't see that. Yeah, I can't yeah. see that either because yeah. I, I do good stuff. I'm I'm like inherently good. Right. Uh, also, what they've said, they've said that I'm I'm lying for financial gain when I don't get anything. Right, right. right. So that's out. Man, we know that feeling. <sighs> People have called me such names that I've never been called in my life. See, what people don't understand and don't do research is that there are rock stars coming out and talking about cloning centers now, dude. They consider that satire when they see it. Oh, bullshit. They don't even listen to it. They go, yeah. oh, well, that's very interesting. Yeah. Like. Right. And they put a like on it. Yeah. Oh, it's re that's very interesting. No. Good Sunday read. Right. They don't care. Well, see, that, that right there is telling me, if it wasn't for those rock stars out there who are multimillionaires who are, you know, hit after hit selling out arenas, and they're coming out and saying... You know, I'm cloned. I've seen cloning centers, even rappers, and now Nicki Minaj and that yeah. other dude. You know, you know, I expect I was expecting them to go six feet under because Nicki of saying Minaj, that. Nicki uh, Minaj erased it because she probably was scared of going six feet under. Right. But there's right. multiple others that have said it, but then also erased it. Right. Now, um, for all like those, even Elijah Wood went back on what he said because. Yeah. He probably went to sleep, woke up at cloning, and they said, take it back. And he did. Wow. There's That happens all the time. Like, even Tila Tequila, right. even yeah. though she's a drug-addled porn whore. Am I allowed to say that? You yeah. did. She went on YouTube, put out a YouTube video, the cloning center's... She did it by surprise, like, like, she was supposed to talk about the black nobility, and she went on and started talking about cloning centers and what happens there, and then she got threatened that night when she went to sleep. I was there. She got threatened by an alien. She got screamed in the face, this far away from her face. 
<laughs> it screamed in her face. Her hair was flying back and everything, just like a movie. I was in the stands. <laughs> it was refreshing to have oh. someone else in the dirt. Oh, man. With an alien. And I was in the stands for once. It screamed in her face, hair flying back. After that, well, she was very brave, though. She just stood there. I mean, she blinked, though, because there was some spit going in her face <laughs> and stuff. From what they call a real type 3, Phil Schneider used to call them long neck grays. Yeah. This was an old one, open, right? This one's neck was not that long. And it was very ugly, and it screeched high pitch in her face. After that, she didn't say much of anything. Wow. And she left my friends list. She never really spoke to me again. Yeah, I noticed you two don't get along now at all. Well. She says stuff about you, and you say stuff about her. I think Funny thing is, she's the only one, even though she's a D-list celebrity or Z-list celebrity, really. Right. Then she's the only celebrity that has ever talked in a derogatory fashion about me. None of the others are supposedly allowed. And can I tell you a little secret? Absolutely. Her child is supposed to be made from my genes. Clone sperm. Clone yeah. sperm still works. Like, I never banged Tila. I would never. I'd be afraid of getting some kind of rot. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like, honestly, what? That's not realistic? Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree with you, man. It's funny, but I agree with you. still works. Clone eggs from women do not work. Well, they, so they, you can use clone people as stud horses. And she used me for this. And that child is supposed to be a spawn of me. Mm. Hey, we got we got a call coming in. Let me, let's, let's see if it's, a, uh, if it's a real call. Hello, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, Jordan. Jordan, uh, you have you have a, a question for Donald? Oh my! Oh uh, yeah, I actually have a major question about the paranormal. Oh um um, is it concerning Donald though? Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, okay. You know we're, we're 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 talking with somebody right now. Call back in later, okay? How long? Um, uh, an hour, an hour and a half. Okay. All right. Thanks. Okay, but it's it's too bad you couldn't give these people like a cyber slap in the face. <laughs> you know, okay. Sometimes, man. Paranormal. It feels I know like a hell of a lot about paranormal. And can I make your jobs easier? Hey, I, I have right a now? I have a question, Donald. Did you, were you able to hear him right now when he was on the air? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it was very annoying actually. I don't <laughs> like to answer questions. I did it for two years. Did you? Okay. I don't, I don't want to anymore. Okay. Right on. All right. <laughs> Guys. Yeah. You won't believe me, but guess what? What? There's no such thing as ghosts, ghasts, poltergeists. There is no yeah. such thing. There are undead. Yep. But they are recorded on microchip, and they body snatch people and live again. That is the only undead you will find in the world. If you see evidence of covered doors opening a ship, it's people with spider wire trying to deceive you. It's the Vladimir Putin at cloning, because I asked them since I was 12, you guys. I said, I want to know about ghosts. I want to know. And I asked them about everything, and they told me everything. I don't know why. I think just because of the songs, they just wanted to have, they wanted to talk to me. Vladimir Putin said it best. 
from Russia again, Vladimir Putin, president of Russia, he said, don't listen. And he's a very terrible man. He is one of the worst people I've ever known in the world. One of the worst people in the world. He said, don't listen. If there was real ghost, I would have captured one by now, cage it, and be drawing power from it to power submarine. There is no ghost. I would be sucking the juice out of it for energy to power a military vehicle. There's no ghost, you guys. It's just they, they keep the idea alive to keep movies going, you know? What about Bigfoot? I don't want to dilute my information with talk about Bigfoot. Mind you, Bigfoot is real, but yeah. it doesn't run around wild, and you guys are never going to find it. Yeah. Big, Bigfoot ain't from Earth, I'll tell you. <laughs> but it's not a smart alien. Yeah. It's a pitied alien. You'll find out in the end. Um, you're not going to catch them, though. They, they get put into animal preservation zone in the woods. I told you about it the other day, a little bit. Oh, yeah, you're telling me. Let's not get into that. There's more important things. Okay. Well, I'm, um, I'm the Bigfoot guy. I like my shirt, you know. I got a Bigfoot well, on it. I, I like chasing them around, even though I can't catch them. You're right. You'll they're, never catch to them. To me, they're ninjas. will never allow like, you, you know, to. They're like ninjas. They, now you see it, now you don't. Just like that. Well, I would tell you, but there's much more important things. And they're not even smart things, so... Right. And it's trivial, really. What else did I want to tell you guys about? Hmm. You're all in a whole lot of trouble. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, what do you know about this coming election, presidential election? Well, there's a prophecy that says there isn't going to be an election. Yeah. Is that what you're referring to as we're in a lot of trouble? Or is it meaning like we're in a lot of trouble for having you on here? Like we I wonder about that sometimes. Always been in a lot of trouble, dude. Yeah. You know how many children go missing every year? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Do you know the actual number, dude? It's in the hundreds of thousands. Yeah, I know. But yeah. what does people do about it? And it's concentrated around certain areas. Yes, it do you is. Know why? No, well, I don't. Well, know. sometimes it's it's retired. Well, well, underground under, underground bases, maybe. That's what we think. Underground bases and aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did I tell you last time that aliens are extreme perverts? I believe that. I mean, what the biggest joke there is is you're going to get probed. You know, when then people start talking and joking about aliens. Well, sometimes I mean, those, sick sick. those abductions are not even real. It's people messing with people. Um, there's some bad stuff going on. I can't believe I don't have an angry mob by now. What is going on, you guys? Are you in the chat where you could read? You do have an angry mob, a little bit. No, I'm not reading right now. No, I mean, you know, whenever we have, we talk about everything here, Donald, and, you know, you're, you can't, um, you, you can't make everybody happy. You can't. We're gonna have people. No, we're gonna I have know. people. We're gonna have people on, you know, on here like you, where we get a lot of people asking for you, and because you know you're throwing shit out there that are just blowing people's minds, man. 
Yeah. And, but it's all true, and yeah. you need to hear it. Yeah, and, 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 then, I, and we'll catch shit about it, but only, you know what? Then next week we'll have somebody else that's talking about something totally different, and a lot of people want to see him, but then there's a lot that don't, and we catch shit about it, you know? But, you know, we can't make everybody in future, happy. Yeah. In the future, you will roll your eyes and be disappointed that you even had them on your show and not me. Sometimes we already have. Yeah. yeah. So. No, you guys, they're going to allow me to win. It's going to look set up, too. What happens on my Facebook wall, I tell people about certain things. And then some reputed scientist comes out and says, this is what we can do now. And it's something that I said five days ago. Yeah. They corroborate me intentionally. Mm-hmm. Intentionally. And it actually makes it... They've done it so many times. They've done it about 30 times in the past couple of years. And it makes it look like I am down in a nefarious plot with them. But I'm not. But I think maybe that's what they're trying to insinuate. But it's not the case. Well, I think um, the best thing you ever put on your Facebook was... You were describing these ugly aliens. All of them were ugly. But they They're gave you lovely. they give you an AR fifteen or something, you know, and I don't know why they did, but you know, and you're like I it's ran out me there feel and, more secure. And you shot the hell out of the dude, you know, and I thought that was the greatest thing I ever heard, man. I was cheering you on in that one. They gave me pistol at one time too. I did something like that too. But they got me back. Oh, did they? Um Oh, they punished me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were saying it was but, like a 400-year-old, like, really high-up dude. Well, lizards live a long time. Lizard types live a very long time, longer than humans, right? We're mammals. Lizards live longer than mammals. Yeah. Um, there was different kinds of things that I got at different times. Mind you, I thought that I was dead. Oh, I believe it. So I did not care. Doom is doom. And... No one has insulted Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, as much as me. And that's let, true. I mean, Chris Benoit, the wrestler, insults her a little bit, and look what happened with him, right? Yeah, his old family. I've done it. I've done it a hundred thousand times more than him, and I'm still alive only because of all the songs. So I always thought I was dead. So I go for broke. And I said, I don't feel secure here. So they'd say, here, hold this revolver. (laughs) (laughs) This was, this was after a long time. Like I never got to do this for a long time. And, uh, I would gain their trust and then get an important sentient being around me. And I'd go, I wonder if they die. (laughs) (laughs) How? Yeah. Face because I didn't care. I figured they were gonna kill me anyway. I thought I was dead. Doom is doom, right? Yep. Until I found out they can cage your soul. Oh man. So guess what happens if I die without being able to expose all of this? I am doomed and I basically go to hell. Hell being manufactured, technological, live again and again and again hell through clone after clone after clone. And they can manipulate your memories too. So, so that that so does that mean that Queen Elizabeth and and maybe Vladimir Putin has been around for a very long time? 
it's very possible, but I'm not certain of that. But they're even they're scared of the things, right? Yeah. Like I could show you pictures. I was gonna put one up on my tablet to show you these things, but they're carved on rock walls, cartouches of them. These big bird things and these big bulbous eyes guys with perfectly manicured curled beards. And they are real things. I seen those. Like one of them's yeah. even holding a big old tiger or something like by the neck and he's huge. Yeah, right? yeah. They call those guys Elohims, yeah. which is something in religion too. And uh, those bird guys are uh, Anunnaki's. But you guys ever see the movie The Dark Crystal? Yeah. When they get old, they look like Skeksis. Their feathers come out and they get all twisted and bent over. Just like those guys in the movie? Yes. You know, they all look all old and hunched over, you know. And Dude, frail. not even semi like them. Accurate. Oh, wow. And that's what they look like when they get elderly. And uh, the other things, those guys that go, oh, those uh, mystics, they call them in that show. Those are real things, too. But those aren't Anomakis. They are uh, Nephilims. And they're just a evolved kind of rodent. They're rodentia type. Um, that thing they do, uh, yeah. they come from underground too. That is why they survived underground because rills and everything down there, lizard types, they have very sensitive hearing. They have sonar and everything. Now, when these things would go, uh, do that, they call it the cord, right? When they would do it together, it would drive off the lizard types. It would make them driven away from them because it hurts their heads. Um, That's interesting. Mind you, mind you, they don't have four arms. They only have two arms, but they look identical. Um, those were really, really old ones, though, those mystics. They lose their hair, except for on the top. You know how it just covers up their mm -hmm. eyes and stuff? They lose their hair everywhere but the top, which is kind of the opposite from humans. But when they're younger, they have fur all over them. They look like teddy bear hamsters. It's disgusting. Governments know about them and everything. <sighs> well, Mr. Donald Marshall, you've been on for an hour, dude. Uh-oh. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I didn't. Awesome I, I, yeah, because I didn't think I was only gonna have enough, uh, you know, to get out of you for like twenty minutes. Because that's, you know, that's what, uh, you know, you told me last time. But I'm glad that. Uh, that There's a lot uh, to say. Yeah, absolutely. Even yeah. Ra from ancient Egypt. Mm -hmm. It's not even Ra. He pronounces it Ray. Right. And he looks just like that. The blue bird headed. Big bird, but they're not just birds. They're reptile birds. Hey, what can you tell me about my girlfriend, Katy Perry? Huh. She told me years ago that she was a host. But I don't know for real. Oh, She's not man. very smart. Host. That's bad, dude. You don't want a girlfriend that's a host. <laughs> Damn it! No. Yeah. That, no, mean, that it's, means... It's the... way worse than the movie. It's not a timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think they made that movie called The Host? 
is to gain sympathy for hopes. Yeah. But it's not a timeshare. It's total takeover, and the, the, the previous person dies. It's not the same. Huh. I'm bummed. <sighs> Every all my viewers, all our you know our friends here know that I have I have a thing for Katie, but um, but we all know it must she, be a visual thing because man, there's nothing up there. Yeah, to yeah, like. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you won't like her in time. Thanks, Donald. Appreciate it. Yeah. You just ruined my night. Appreciate it. Uh, well, sorry about that, but <laughs> you thank me later. <laughs> no kidding, now, yeah. Okay, dude. All right. Um, this is awesome. Like I said, yeah. I, I was only expecting 20, 25 minutes only because of, you know, we, we spoke a lot the last time we had you on. and. Well, I'm so exciting. Absolutely. Well, no, I mean, you're, you're, there's, like I said, there's, you don't actually, you know, when you could talk, you have really, really, I mean, it, you keep me on the edge of my seat, really. And I read all your stuff, man. I'm like your biggest fan on Facebook and you don't even know it, cool. <laughs> you know, but I read all of it all the time. And I have no That's idea. Great. Yeah. And I yeah. have, no, I have no idea who you are, dude. <laughs> just kidding. I expect everybody to read everything. Well, it's I mean, free. I've been reading it for it like free. a long time. I since you've been on Facebook, I've been reading it for a long. time I'm gonna be honest. Alan has been talk telling me about this dude by the name of Donald Marshall for years yeah. and years and years since we've been doing this, and I'm going, why do you keep talking about this dude? And he heard you, you know, he did his research on you about underground bases and cloning centers. And I and thought Jill he was Snyder absolutely out of his effing mind. William Cooper. Okay. I thought he was absolutely, I was about to kick him off the show because you kept. I would have thought that myself, okay. by the way. But, um, but then, you know, everybody started talking about you, dude. And then when I finally heard Nicki Minaj and the rappers say, talking about cloning centers and really you know, putting, finally he goes, click, putting them out there. Because it takes a lot to me, it takes a lot for me to get somebody on this show to talk about the stuff that you're talking about. Because people are, we're going to get slack for it, but I don't care. Because like I said, there's people talking about you who are well known in the music industry. Yeah. All right? So there's got to be something there. Yeah. Why do you think that that is? Well, because it looks, it sounds to me that this shit could be true. Yeah, it could possibly be true. Yeah, or maybe I'm just a crazy person. Well, then, then Nicki Minaj well, that, and that other rapper, dude. That's up to everybody, dude. man. To well, figure well, then they're all crazy too. Absolutely. Jump on my crazy bandwagon. I'll <laughs> go for a ride. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. you, I've heard many of them in in the old guys, the real old musicians. And they get asked, how come you're still touring and you're 82? He's like, Absolutely. well... I got a contract, know, man. Yeah, I got to fulfill the contract. <laughs> you know, and then they go, well, who do you work for? Well, we work for the guy that controls... Everything. Everything, yeah. And they go, you mean everything? And he said, everything you can see and everything you can't see. That's what they say. That was well, Bob That was Bob Dylan, right? Bob Dylan Bob, said it. Bob Dylan said that, dude. And we, and we played that audio on here and freaked people out. Yeah. And that was before my time. That was that was uh yeah actually yeah a little bit yeah yeah absolutely. So Billy, that, that just... person that controlled things back then is not around anymore. And guess who makes the songs now? Well, not anymore. But I made an absurd amount of songs. Wait until you see. 
Man, they should share with from you. the '80s, Brian Adams and everything. Ran it from Madonna and everything. It was crazy shit. You'd they should be like things. setting you up with money, then, man. It makes me mad. They just stole it from you. I won't need it later. Really? Then, like, I'll go and play a little piece of a song on YouTube, and they'll copyright hit me, right? <laughs> <laughs> they suck, dude. I'm telling you. All right, Donald, dude, I'm gonna let you go, man, because um, I, I think right. I think you already blew everybody out of the water again. I, yeah. And that was our intent, because I... I and this time I'm going to have your name in big light saying Donald Marshall. Last time I screwed up and forgot to do it on YouTube. But I changed it, and it turned it around. So. You know. <laughs> well, okay. you, you know, I, I, I want to I get you on here again at yeah. a later time. And this time, you know, just like, just like you did today, dude. I love it that you are... You opened up, and I, and I, know, and I know why. It's because... You know, you're you're you had a couple of drinks in there, and that and that and <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why. And no, and no, it it shows, and you opened up, dude. And there's a lot of people out there who are, are who are appreciative of that. Well, the next time, let's bring Nicki Minaj or Tila Tequila or both at the same time. Well, dude, that I I, I, I tried to get yeah. uh, Tia, um, what's her face? Uh, I actually sent her a couple of messages, and she never responded back what's to me. Face. You tried to get what's next her face? Next time, next time, offer her a forty of malt liquor. <laughs> And a 24-pack of lube rib condoms. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was Donald Marshall. Thank you very much. <laughs> hate, hate, send all hate mail to Donald Marshall, care of. No, just kidding. <laughs> it might do it. It might do the trick. It might. Uh, all right, dude, you take care of yourself and uh, keep sure. in touch, all right? Yeah. All right, peace out, dude. Right on, man. Cool. Thank right, you, brother. Bro. See ya.
Hi there, welcome back. We're going to listen to Billy Carson's Manifest Destiny, The Science Behind the Power of Manifestation, How to Access It. So just in case y'all didn't know, the government is actually lying to us and stealing from us. Uh, Again. Welcome to the Manifest Destiny 2022 virtual retreat. First time doing it as this in this format. I hope you guys got a lot out of this. I want wanted to bring in uh, experts in their field, people that can add a little bit more umph to what I've been trying to say for the last three years before I get to the science and some of my personal techniques in manifesting. Okay. Uh, of course, I got to do a little bit of the housekeeping because some people on here just found me for the first time. There's people that have just come across the Eventbrite link and said, hey, I, you know, I want to I, I want to uh, find out what this guy has to say. So my name is Billy Carson. I am the founder of Forbidden Knowledge, Inc. and Forbidden Knowledge TV. I'm a two time bestselling author of Compendium of the Emerald Tablets and also another book called Woke Doesn't Mean Broke. I'm an expert uh, host on many, many TV shows. I'm an expert host on ancient civilizations, on Gaia, space on Gaia. Uh, I'm on uh, Roswell, The Final Verdict, on Discovery. I'm on so many TV shows. I think right now I'm on three travel channel shows, uh, one History Channel show, two Discovery Channel shows, one Discovery Plus show, uh, a, a ton of Gaia shows, and of course, I'm all over my own TV network, Forbidden Knowledge TV, which is where you're going to watch the replay of this event. Everyone's got an email with the link where the replay will be hosted as well. So you'll be able to log in there and watch this uh, entire event from start to finish again, okay? I'm also the co-founder of the United Family of Anomaly Hunters. And uh, basically our mission is to provide evidence that there's not only uh, life that visited Earth in the ancient past, but there may potentially even be life currently in our solar system as we speak. And that's a whole nother workshop that I'm gonna be doing coming up very, very soon it's going to be a, a, a workshop about anomalies, and it's going to be very fascinating because I'm going to take everyone to Mars with me live, and we're going to get into the rover camera, and we're going to have a look around, okay? Public access, guys, public access. It's going to be an amazing workshop, and it's free. It doesn't cost you any money. Uh, we have uh, pioneered two new fields of science, archaeoastronomy and um, astroanthropology. And I also am the CEO of First Class Space Agency, and we're specializing in research and development of several, several advanced technologies right now. Right now, I'm currently working on, besides the perpetual motion generator and the free energy devices, uh, I'm currently working on a, a new, fantastic, and amazing device. It's a deep space communications array that operates on quantum entanglement uh, through crystal sets. So it's a pretty amazing thing. And uh, that's a huge project you're going to hear a lot about in 2022, uh, especially as it goes into the patent pending stages. I'm in a lot of documentaries and TV shows. Like I said, if you want to find out what TV shows and documentaries I'm in, go to IMDb. This is actually an old one. There's even more stuff in there now. Uh, I'm in hundreds of shows. So you can go to IMDb. That's the Internet Movie Database. Uh, imdb.com and just type in Billy Carson and a lot of the shows, documentaries and so forth that, that I've been in should pop right up for you. 
course, I have my book, Compendium of the Animal Tablets, which is a bestseller now for over two years. It's a book on ancient civilization, specifically both the Atlantean priest king, who actually talks a lot about manifestation in the book, <coughs> excuse me, in his tablets. And then we have Woke Doesn't Mean Broke, which is my best-selling book, uh, combining spiritual practices with financial literacy. And of course, the Forbidden Knowledge TV Network. We have the classic logo and of course, the new uh, Space Age logo. Uh, but Forbidden Knowledge TV right now is doing phenomenal numbers. And we just signed 10 new, 10 people to new TV show deals. So we have 10 new high quality production shows coming out on the same level that you would find on any mainstream TV network. Two of them have been released already. Episode three or four might be out already on UFO Chronicles starring Richard Dolan. And episode one was just released the other day uh, of Mysteries of the Gods. And that is hosted by Eric Von Daniken, the great legend, Eric Von Daniken. And then we have behind that eight new shows being filmed and some in post, some in editing and so forth. And mine should be airing sometime next week, uh, Ancient Connections. So we had a little bit of a delay in releasing it just because our producer, I mean, our, our post editor was was uh, sick. You know, everybody's getting sick now. So, but it's, uh, it's coming out. So hopefully next week, the first episode of Ancient Connections will be out. My social media app, media app Unite the 99, uh, is a five-star app on your app store. And we have a private group just for this Manifest Destiny retreat. So when you get done with this, you can join Unite the 99, then look for the Manifest Destiny group and ask to join. We'll verify that you are an attendee of this event, and we'll add you to that private group, and we'll build a little community in there where we can network together, okay? I'll be in there dropping some knowledge as well. Now... <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, some of you may have heard a little bit of my story in the past. What's your credit card debt balance? If it's $10,000 or more, here are three easy solutions you can start implementing today. And number three is an absolute game changer. Number one, the first step to tackling your credit card debt is understanding how much debt you actually have and how long it could follow you around for if you're only making minimum payments or have fallen behind. Minimum payments could literally keep you in debt for decades. $10,000 in debt can take anywhere from 14 to 26 years to pay off if you're only paying the minimums. And that's just $10,000. I know many of us have a lot more than that. Number two, try this popular method to tackle debt. Start with minimum payments to stay current on all your cards. Then take any additional money you can afford and put all of it towards your smallest debt until it's paid off. By paying off your smallest debt first, you'll likely eliminate the most interest in the shortest amount of time. Then work your way up, knocking out one debt at a time until you're debt free. Number three, and this one is a game changer. Anyone with $10,000 or more in credit card debt or personal loans may qualify for help from National Debt Relief. Getting started is easy, and the process has already helped over half a million people and counting. I was on the computer working on something. What caught my eye was a little shield, red, white, and blue shield and it said National Debt Relief. And I called immediately. Congratulations, you qualify to be a part of the National Debt Relief Program. And you're not alone in that shame left. I cried, I'm debt free. Wow, I can't thank National Debt Relief enough. I can't thank them enough. This is not too good to be true. I had an end date. I got the email, it said congratulations, you are now debt free. I still was like in disbelief about it. I, I can't even, it was such a release. My relationship is much better now. There is this entire stress that is completely gone. I'm debt free. I am debt free. Find out if you're eligible today. Click the link on this video and answer a few short questions. 
If you have $10,000 or more in debt, there's a good chance you'll qualify. But don't wait. Be sure to apply before next Friday. Go ahead and click that link. You'll be glad you did. I'm about to cash this check for $50,000 for an accident I was involved in over five months ago. The same accident that the insurance company told me I get $5,000 for. Friends, family members, and everybody told me I'd barely get anything for it. That it wasn't worth my time because of the hoops that I have to jump through. I'm so glad I didn't listen. Because now I'm basically getting $45,000 of extra money for free without having to jump through a bunch of hoops or desperately plead my case to firm after firm. Here. Let me show you how I did it. I'm gonna show you how I got this $50,000 check that I'm about to deposit into my bank account for an accident I was involved in over five months ago. The same accident that the insurance company told me I would only get $5,000 for. And I'm gonna show you in real time. Ready? Okay, so I use this tool called the Case Connect Compensation Calculator. It's a little known tool that's 100% free. Then I answer these four questions to see if my accident qualifies. Don't worry. These questions don't ask you for super personal or sensitive information. It's just about the accident. After I answer the questions, the calculator compared my accident against millions of other cases to know the estimated cash value. Then it takes it a step further. It connected me with a local specialist that helped me get the maximum compensation. And it did it 60% faster than traditional attorneys. This tool is 100% free for anybody to use. And you can use it right now by clicking the link in this video. I had no idea anything like this existed. Turns out it helped over 12,000 people settle their cases and get compensated last year alone. Countless people who were rewarded with big checks for claims that insurance companies offer them pennies for, or accidents people didn't even know they qualified for. I'm just so blessed that I found this page and I want to share it with you. If you've been injured, give it a try. Just click the link in this video, you'll end up on the same exact page that I use. Answer the four quick questions, see if you qualify, and get connected with a compensation specialist that can get you the maximum amount of money that you're entitled to. And they'll do it 60% faster than traditional attorneys. Without settling for less, jumping through hoops, or having to contact firm after firm and desperately plead your case. It's totally possible that you qualify or qualify for much more than you actually thought. Don't just take my word for it, check out yourself. And you can see other stories like mine. So make sure you click the link below, take 30 seconds of your time, and see if you qualify to get compensated with checks like these. And I'm going to have to, there'll be a small overlap just because I really think it's important that you know, you understand where I came from and what what put me on this path. So for some of you who may have heard this before, just hang out. It's not going to be that long. I just want to give an overview of where I came from, how I got on this path and what really drives me. What is what is the underlying basis of thought that has put me on this trajectory? OK, <clears throat> what you're seeing right here is a picture of the city uh, that I grew up in. This is actually one block over. <laughs> You see the do not cross police tape there, right? A lot of shootings, killings, murdering, stabbings, um, just the crazy stuff. I, I, we, I was born in New York, but my parents moved down to uh, this place in Miami called Opalaka in the early 1970s, uh, mid, I'm sorry, mid 1970s. And we had gone down in the early 70s to check it out and visit uh, my dad's sister who was down there. He had a half sister down there. And, 
they made a decision that, okay, we'll come back in a few years. And we did. So we ended up moving right down the street from her, the house we used to go and visit. Uh, so we got a house for rent and a little uh, two-bedroom house uh, that we rented out over there. And it was right in the heart of the hood. This city had a gate around it. It used to have this triangular fence that went around the whole city. It was called the Bermuda Triangle uh, or the Triangle. It even has its own Wikipedia page. And the reason why it was so deadly And it was so deadly in there to like, if you would call the cops or a crime was going on, sometimes they wouldn't even show up. <laughs> it was like, we're not going in there, you know? So it was really like, you know, every man for himself. It, it was really a, a crazy, crazy place. I remember you guys just saw Maria on here. Uh, she's actually in the upstairs room in my house. She's actually visiting right now from, from Germany. She's working me out. But I remember one night we were uh, in the house and my parents, they were, you know, newspaper delivery people. So they would be out all night delivering newspapers because you deliver newspapers late in the, you know, early in, the, really early in the morning, late night, early morning. Back then, you know, newspapers, obviously nobody had internet back then, didn't even exist. Wasn't even a thought yet, I don't think. But, you know, the, the, the people in the neighborhood would be checking our doorknobs and trying to break into the house. And I'd have to go get a butcher knife and put up a, uh, you know, knock down the uh, little dining table we had, the dinette, and get the kids behind it, my brother and my sister behind it, and stand guard with that butcher knife all night to make sure if anybody came in, they was going to get the best that I can give them. I was a little kid, but whatever I can give them, they was going to get it. You know, and so, you know, that in between the bullets and the shootings and the helicopters, I mean, it was just, it was a nightmare. And this ice cream truck would come and it looked just like this without the clown on top. That clown is kind of scary. I'm kind of scared of clowns. I ain't gonna lie. But the ice cream truck would come and the people in the neighborhood would go to the ice cream truck every day. I didn't have the money for the ice cream truck every day. And it was like perplex perplexing me that these people living here with us in the same area are extremely poor. They can go to the ice cream truck and they can afford to get ice cream every single day. Sometimes seven days a week, the same kids were going to the ice cream truck. And I'm like, damn, I can't even get, I just want to get the bazooka bubble gums, right? And so uh, it, it was, it would have me scratching my head. Like, I don't understand where are they getting this money from? You know, from my, from, from my perspective as a kid, I'm trying to figure out how in the world were they able to do this? If we're all poor, and I'm assuming that everybody's at the same level that we were, we were really super, super poor. I mean, we had our furniture that we had and there was all donated, you know, uh, the food that we had was mostly matzo crackers or butter. We had uh, powdered milk. We had powdered eggs. You'd have to add water to make it into, into something. Uh, donated cereal, dented cans from the grocery store that you can get for three and four cents a piece. You know, um, and you know, it was just, it was hard pickings in, in the beginning. It was really hard pickings when we first got to Florida. So I said to myself, wow, I had some toys that I brought down from New York because we drove from New York to Miami. We didn't fly, obviously. And uh, I had some toys, a little box of toys that I had brought with me. And I said, okay, I'm going to just go door to door and ask for donations for these toys. I don't need toys. I just want to go to the, to the ice cream. I just wanted to feel like a normal kid, you know? So I went door to door with my toys and I started asking, ma'am, sir, $5, 10 cent, a penny, whatever you can. I'm just asking for donations so I can have money for the ice cream truck. I don't need these toys anymore. And people started giving me money for my toys. 
And I was like, wow. After I got done, I was like, man, it dawned on me. Like, there's nobody going to come save me. There's nobody that is going to come and save me except for me. I realized I was in a situation. I had uh, 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 something that I wanted to do in that situation, which was just simply be able to be normal and go to the ice cream truck and get something, specifically that bazooka bubblegum because they had comic strips inside. Now, I, I wanted to eat comic strips. And I said, if I would have just sat down and did nothing, I would have been in the same position. Just the next day, when the ice cream truck came, I was at the truck and I was getting the bazooka gum. And I realized the only person that's going to come and save me is going to be me. There's no one that's going to come save you. It's going to be up to you to make that first initial step. Take that first conscious thought and then put the action behind it, which we're going to talk about a lot today. So, you know, when you're looking at, uh, you're thinking about manifesting things, you're thinking about bringing things into your reality, right? All of a sudden you begin to realize you get a lot of great thoughts about what you could possibly do in a situation, but then do you actually do them? That's where a lot of people fall off. I'm a person that takes action. I take action. Sometimes I don't even think. Now, sometimes you're supposed to think. Sometimes I move too fast. I've, you know, I've done that, made that mistake in the past. But overall, versus the times that I fail and the times that I've won, those, those, my ability to take action has put me in a great situation in my life right now. A lot of people that I know have the greatest ideas. I know people that have produced so much incredible music and haven't released one song. I'm not the greatest producer in the world. I don't even pretend to be. I got 300 songs in global distribution right now, and it pays me every single month like clockwork. And these people who are 10,000 times better than me don't even have one song on Apple Music or Shopify, Spotify or whatever. And I'm like, wow, what is it? Action. They are not taking action. These are the toy, just a standard example of, you know, selling broken toys, man. Just this is what it looked like, a hodgepodge of mess. I mean, these people obviously didn't, they didn't really need these toys. These people I was going door to door. They were just like, man, felt sorry for me, you know, and gave me some change. And there was a picture that I took. This isn't it here, obviously, but I had a picture that I famous picture I took. I'm standing next to my cousin Carnell and my brother's on the other side. And I've got this hand, two hands out with money in both of my hands. It's like change and a couple of dollars, you know? <clears throat> and um, a little bit, just a little, a little bit more backstory as we move on before we move into this, into the science and stuff, you know? So uh, long story short, in that city, we ended up, it was so treacherous there. We ended up moving to another city named, uh, called uh, North Miami closer to Liberty City, which is also still ghetto. As a matter of fact, the street that we lived on had a lot of prostitution. We had uh, a lot of the daily motels where people would, they looked like little quadruplexes, but people were paying to live by the day, right? Uh, so these are very transient area, but not too far from a nice area, believe it or not. Just a few blocks away, you're like looking at people living good. And right where we were, people were, you know, living in, we were in a one-bedroom apartment the size of my home office. That included the bedroom, the bathroom. Uh, me, my, myself, and my brothers and sisters all slept on one couch bed, right? Um, and uh, it was a trip, you know? And I'd go to school and didn't have money for a lot of clothes. We didn't have money for a lot of clothes. So uh, I would dye my, I would bleach my clothes. I would ble bleach my pants. I'm sorry. I would bleach my pants. And then I would would dye them with rich dye. It was like 59, 69 cents. 
I had holes in my shoes. I would take cardboard. My brother and I would take cardboard and put that inside the shoe to keep our feet from touching the street. And my crotch would always rip. You see the ripped crotch there because I was growing like weeds. I was growing so fast. Uh, so my pants were always high waters and the crotch was always ripped open. So I'd wear really, really long shirts to cover up the open crotch. You know, just to give you an idea, I'm just trying to give you an idea where, where I'm coming from here. And so one day we went, we went to the laundromat to wash clothes and, you know, Miami in the summer, you know, you add the heat of the laundry room plus the pavement and the sun, you're talking probably 105, 106 degrees out there. So this was my first experience now in getting into a thought experiment. I didn't know what, it, I didn't know what meditation was at this time. This is uh, 1977, 78, somewhere in there. And I'm sitting down at the laundromat on the curb, on the hot curb. And I said, I just want to take myself away from here. And so I said, I'm going to focus on being in Alaska because I knew Alaska was cold. You had Eskimos and igloos. So I I sat down, I closed my eyes. I started taking some deep breaths. This is untrained stuff in the 70s. I just did a thought experiment for myself. And I focused on Alaska and I literally felt like I started to get cool. And then I felt cold and I came out of this meditation, which I later knew, learned what I had done. My skin was even slightly cooler to the touch. At Fry's, the proven quality of Kroger brand products will make you feel like you're winning. And at lower than low prices, you'll save at checkout too. Fries, fresh for everyone. I realized, wow, there's a lot of power in the mind. The mind, I knew then that the mind was able to trans- traverse space and time. I knew then at that young age that the mind can literally, I can leave and I can go anywhere with my consciousness. So I learned two huge lessons in such a short period of time coming to Florida. One was that, that I am my own savior. And I must take action behind my conscious thought. And the second thing was that the mind is so powerful, the mind can take me through space and time. I can, I can basically travel. I can time travel. Even the body in one place and center the mind somewhere else. And I can have a totally separate experience from the one experience, which was incredible. <clears throat> so what happened was we, um, we ended up uh, go, I ended up at that school, North Miami High School, and that school was a mixed school. It was uh, At that time, it wasn't fully black. Right now, it's a completely black school, um, and it was kind of mixed, and so you'd have to take the bus to get there because it was about three miles away from the apartment we lived in. On the bus, unfortunately, <clears throat> you know, kids born and raised the wrong way, they'd be calling me, you know, racial slurs as I'm walking by to get to my seat. And me reacting fast, I just turn around and punch somebody, you know, and I'd get kicked off the bus. <laughs> so I get kicked off the bus. I got to walk home for a week or two, three mile walk. It was the biggest blessing of my life because I would just go to the library and I would hang out at the library. I stayed there for three hours. The library was my, my best and my greatest friend. I go to the library, I take my time going, I'll just go to the library and hang out, read books. <clears throat> so I started doing that. One day I got kicked off the bus and I was, uh, one week I was, I was kicked off the bus and I headed to a library, that same library in North Miami. And uh, I saw this <clears throat> ballot box on the counter and the ballot box said, uh, 
win a HUD, win a HUD homes, win $30,000 to put down on a HUD home. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. You can put $30,000 down on a HUD home. I'm like, what is this all about? So I said, let me, um, let me look into this. So I put, I pull out the, one of the little ballot sheets and I'm reading it. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty interesting. I think at this point, at this age, I'm about 11 years old. Hold on one second, guys. I'm just trying to clear my throat because uh, I'm still suffering from a little bit of asthma. And so at this point, I'm trying to um, analyze what this thing needs and what all the information I got to fill out on it. I said, okay, I think I can fill this thing out. So I go home and I tell my mom, I say, look, I'm going to come home late again tomorrow because uh, I'm going to go back to the, the library and fill out this HUD form. I just need that, some of dad's information. She's like, really? I said, yeah, I'm going to fill this form out to win a house and give you 30000 to put down on a house, a HUD home. A HUD home is a government-owned property. So the government buys up properties in different areas, and then they resell those properties to people under this HUD program, housing program. And it's typically for, for low-income families, very low down payments and so forth. And so I filled it out. I submitted that ballot. And then about maybe I'd say two months at max later, this manila envelope. And when I looked at it, I saw a HUD on the top corner. I knew already we won. So I went and handed the packet to my dad. He jumped so high, he hit his head in the door frame of the door in the apartment. <clears throat> and... Um, he had one to $30,000 to put down on that house. And so, again, <clears throat> demonstrating my, my mental was, how can we get out of here? Because this place is not good. There was so much more. I mean, I could talk for hours about the place that we were living in and <clears throat> all the turmoil that we were going through. But my thing was, how could we, how could I get us, the entire family, out of here? How do, we, how do we live like the people living around the corner? My dad would take us on these trips around the corner to this other neighborhood that was so pristine and so beautiful. And I'm going, man, how do we get to that level? Like, what is the process? What is the step, you know? And focusing and thinking about that and trying to figure out what could it be that can get us to change where we are now to that. Then all of a sudden, something as little as stumbling into a library and seeing a ballot box. The universe took my frequency and it became a boomerang that came back and it dropped a, uh, uh, what do you, a breadcrumb in front of me. <clears throat> now what happens, and we're gonna talk about this later, they drop, you get these breadcrumbs all the time, but a lot of the times we don't see the breadcrumbs. We don't see them for what they are. We don't see that they lead us somewhere. I could have saw that thing and said, wow, you know, I, I'm a kid, I can't fill this stuff out or, or this is dumb or not even look at it. <clears throat> I took the time to walk over, I don't look at it, take it out, read it, go home, meditate on overnight, get the information I needed, go back and fill out the form. That's how we got out of the ghetto. We moved into a more of a lower middle class neighborhood, which at the time was pretty nice when we first got there because it was still a blended neighborhood and it wasn't a lot of crime at that time. Now the crime has kind of gone through the roof. Why, you know, I don't understand how governments and politics allow economics to uh, become this way, where no matter how much you try to move up, it seems like the problems follow. But that's a whole other story. Anyway, we got to a very a, a much nicer place, bigger house. We had a pool. We had a front yard, a backyard. Um, and, uh, you know, we didn't have any money, but that was okay. At least we were in, a, in a, what appeared to be a much better place. <clears throat> we, had a, we had our own bedrooms and so forth. It was pretty cool. 
Channel 17 News came out and recorded us and and videotaped us and put us on the news. It was a it was a pretty big thing. But again, I'm learning these lessons as I'm as I'm growing. I'm stopping and I'm thinking, wow, if I never went to that box, if I never took the time to walk those miles, if I never took the time to get the information I needed to put on the forms and fill out those forms correctly, none of this would have ever happened. So I literally single-handedly through manifestation got my family out of the ghetto into a nicer place. <clears throat> so I've been learning this manifestation and living the manifestation for a long time. This is the house right here. This is the actual house in Miami, Florida, in Norland. It's in the neighborhood of Norland that we actually moved to. You can see we got a nice yard there, the backyard and everything else. Uh, very simple house, very plain Jane, but it got the job done. Uh, the garage was converted into an extra room over there. It was already done like that when we got there, uh, you know, and so we had a place to lay our heads. We didn't have to worry about getting shot through the windows at night, literally. You know, that's what it had come down to in the previous places. So it was a big change, big change for us. Now, what happened was we changed the location, changed to a better place. We didn't have any money. <laughs> I mean, none. So the income didn't change. <clears throat> and uh, I remember when I turned 12, we moved in this house when I was 11. When I turned 12, we were in this house and my dad called me in the room and he said, from this point forward, you have to buy your own clothes, your own school clothes and everything, your own school supplies, and you're going to have to start paying rent. Yeah. I wrote about this in my book, Woke Doesn't Mean Broke. <clears throat> and I said, wow, okay. Uh, what do I do? Is there a, how do I find a job? And he handed, handed me this paper called the Miami News. Back then, it was a competitor to uh, the Miami Herald. And it said they were looking for kids 12 to 16 to sell newspaper subscriptions. And so back then, you can do this. You can't do this kind of stuff now because the world has really gone mad. But back then, a guy would come in a pickup truck and pick up all the kids that worked for the news. And he'd take us to a neighborhood. And he'd say, square the block. And you'd go door to door around that entire block until you got back to the corner where he dropped you. You'd knock on every door and try to sell a newspaper subscription. I became the number one newspaper subscription salesperson on my team. I even won a trip to the Keys, to Key West, because of my sales. Uh, and while my other friends were taking that money, which wasn't a lot. I mean, we were probably making between 80 to 120 bucks. A good week for me would, would be 150 bucks. But back then, you got to think, this is now like the early 80s. <laughs> excuse me, decent money for a kid, right? So I said, great, great. So I take my money and I start saving it. I pay my little money that my parents wanted me to give them, you know, and I, I took care of whatever I had to take care of for myself in terms of school clothes or whatever. Uh, and I literally just saved my money. Now, what's interesting is I started getting interested in this magazine I would see my mom reading called the Opportunity Magazine. She had a couple of them that I saw. They were really, really old, though. I went to the grocery store one day for her, <clears throat> and I saw the real nice ones. They had two different ones. They were up a couple of you know, feet above my hand. I couldn't really get to them. One day when I went in, though, it was right down in front of me. And I grabbed it, and I opened it. And when I opened it, it opened right up to uh, this company called Galaxy Electronics. Now, this page here you're looking at is the Opportunity Magazine. They have, they're on the web now. They're still, in, excuse me, they're still in business. Let me just drink this. <clears throat> I had a really bad asthma attack the other day because um, I got, believe it or not, I was in a building 
in uh, Rochester, New York. It was a Marriott. And the fifth floor caught on fire. <clears throat> and it was 20 degrees outside. And they put me outside for uh, three hours. And my asthma started acting up. And I've been trying to get it cleared out ever since. Anyway, so uh, this opportunity uh, uh, company now has a web. This is all the different categories that they list opportunities in. And people with opportunities, companies with opportunities of wholesale products, they list their company in here so that people can partake. So that's how I found out about this company. When I opened it up, it opened right up to Galaxy Electronics. Now, ironically, a week before, more manifestation, a week before, I was in my friend's um, dad's car and he was tuning the radio. It was old turn dial radio. Back then it was not old because so we had an eight track player with a turn dial. And I had on one of these calculator watches. The only thing I bought with my money was a 1995 calculator watch from Kmart. I recognized that these digital readout numbers were going to be the same thing that would show up on radios. I said to him, he said, now you're crazy. I said, I'm telling you, this is going to be on that soon. Now, a week later, I'm in the store and I open up this thing and they, they have digital car radios for wholesale. And I'm like, wow, I got to get my hands on these. This is my ticket. I knew right away, if I could sell these digital car radios, I'm going to I'm going to take myself to the next level. And that's exactly what I did. I started, I, I called the company, ordered a batch of radios. The guy said, you sound like a kid. I said, no, no, I'm just getting over a cold. It was COD back then. It didn't matter. COD, cash on delivery. They sent me the radios. I got the radios. I sold the radios to upperclassmen in high school. Word got around, this guy's got these radios for only $45. Digital car radios, high power. And the order started coming in left and right. People were coming from the Tri-County area to buy these car radios from me. I was making an absolute killing on these car radios. Nobody could beat my prices. Why? Because I didn't have any overhead. I was doing it from my front yard. I was killing it. Radios were going off. You know, I couldn't even keep them in stock. I would reorder and reorder and reorder. See, the, the UPS driver was like, what are you doing, kid? You know, I started buying myself shoes. I was like, from this point forward, I'm never going to have a shoe with a hole in it ever again in my life. I had so many pairs of Nikes that used to call me Nike man at school. I had 21 pairs of Nikes. That's enough to go every single day for a month in school, five days a week without having to repeat, you know, the shoes and so forth. And one pair for, for basketball practice. <clears throat> <clears throat> or playing at the park. And so um, I was seeing how my decisions and my actions, my intuitiveness and my ingenuity helped to change my life. I was recognizing that. Now, what's interesting is my parents who were still struggling delivering newspapers um, didn't have a way out. And my mom had fell down in the grocery store when Dixie right around the corner. And I happened to be in the store at the same exact time. And uh, she stepped on some water leaking out of the ice chest uh, from the fish. The fish cooler had broken and it leaked all the ice into the aisle. She slipped and fell. Long story short, she won $5,000. I said, Mom, I know the exact machine you got to get. to. I know the exact thing you can invest this money in, by the way. She said, what is it? I said, you now live in a world where you never run out of milk. DoorDash. So I said, this Von Schrader company, they have a a carpet cleaning machine for $4,999. It cleans carpet and it cleans upholstery with some new technology called dry foam extraction, which allows your carpet to dry fast and doesn't get the, uh, the padding wet. So there's no mold and smell. And it also dries, it cleans and dries the upholstery very rapidly for couches and so forth. She said, well, 
how in the world am I going to get customers? I said, you deliver newspapers every night, make flyers and put them in each newspaper. And when you deliver the newspaper, you're delivering your ad at the same time. And those people are going to call you because they know you, they love you and trust you. You've been delivering their papers for years. They give you Christmas bonuses and gifts and everything. And it worked. She went from making $12,000 a year to $70,000 a year, almost overnight. And back then, that was good money. That was very, very good money. You know, but again, it's seeing the vision. It's understanding the opportunity. It's seeing the breadcrumb. The breadcrumb was the blessing of the $5,000. Where do you put it? What do you do with it? And how do you take action behind that? How do you manifest that this will turn into an income stream? All this stuff we're going to cover tonight. <clears throat> so I just wanted to go over that with you real quickly. Kind of the short version. There is an actual movie that's going into the writing stages right now. It's a movie of my life, my life story, even though my life story isn't complete. But by the time this thing goes into production, I should have received, re reached a specific accolade that I set for myself. I should be at that accolade by the time that this thing is actually ready to be released. So I'm very uh, happy to put this out, to work on this project, because I think it's going to, there's a lot, there's so much to it, so many ups and downs and ins and outs and things that I went through and things, mistakes that I made and everything else. I want everybody to see everything and learn from this and be able to be, to shortcut some issues and some problems and some situations and also to be able to be grateful for their current situation that they're in because there's always somebody that's worse off than you and you have no idea what somebody's struggling with, what they're going through, what their financial status is. You know, you just never know. Uh, there could be people that are, you know, look like they're, you know, on top of the world. Their bank account could have five bucks in it. You just never, ever know what people are dealing with behind the scenes. Public is one thing. Private is a totally separate thing. All right. So now we're going to get into the science behind manifestation and the law of attraction and how it actually works. One of the things people like about me, what I do is I like to bring science into the mix because I think that science really explains the spiritual aspect of nature. And so if you can understand the science and the way it's actually working, then you can begin to understand how the actual process is working. A lot of the times if you go in blind, right, and you really don't understand how to come to the solution, you're just feeling in the dark. A lot of people know there are multiplication tables. How do you learn them? Because you look at that square grid and you memorize all the answers. You don't really know why, you know, two times two is four. You just say four. But if you ask even an adult, why is, why is that? Can you explain it to me? They'll have to stop and pause. Not everyone, but a lot of people have to stop and pause for a second to explain it. We need to understand how one thing here connects to this thing, which then gives you this thing. If you don't understand how the process is working behind the veil, a lot of the times you can get lost in the process. You can get what they call lost in the sauce, right? So it's really important. So can quantum effects in the brain explain consciousness? So some research was done and they found out that um, the brain itself is a quantum computer. Not only is it a quantum computer, but the neurons and the synapses even between the neurons, sometimes they phase in and out of existence from this dimension. Where are they going? They're starting to really dig into this and they started realizing that we are multidimensional beings and even in our thought processes are multi-dimensional. 
and our minds also have the capability of quantum entangling of information out in the universe in other places, even other dimensions. That's real peer-reviewed science. That's not Billy Carson coming up with some great idea or something that sounds fantastic. No, this is real science. Scientists studying the quantum mind or quantum consciousness has come up with a hypothesis proposing that the classical mechanics cannot explain consciousness. It posits that quantum mechanical phenomena, such as entanglement and superposition, may play an important part in the brain's function and could explain consciousness. So the fact that we're even conscious at all is because we're part of a collective universal consciousness. What this is saying is we are all connected to this giant web of energy through this one mind, this universal mind. And we're just a small aspect of that mind, but we're all linked and, and it's multidimensional. And we're actually connected even to the higher and lower dimensions. And we're connected via something called superposition via quantum entanglement. And superposition means any and all possibilities that can happen will happen, kind of like Murphy's Law, right? Probabilities exist along with this conscious universal mind. And because of that, there's a whole other thing that we can go into with the multiverse or alternate realities. But the fact that we now are coming to the understanding that the mind is encapsulating a multidimensional stream of consciousness that's entangled other places in the entire universe and in higher dimensions, that's huge. That's because that means that you can get information from almost anywhere. Sometimes you come up with a great idea. You're like, man, this is a great idea. But what really happened is you downloaded that idea. That information already existed. You happened to match the same frequency as that information, and you were able to encapsulate it, download it, and then you were the one blessed enough to actually discern it. That's why when you come up with good ideas, you shouldn't just go, oh, this is a great idea, and then forget all about it in the next five minutes and walk away and don't even write it down, don't think about it anymore. Because the, the miracle that you were even to, able to get that tidbit of information, download it, and actually discern it and recognize it as a probability is amazing. And you could be one of maybe only a few people, maybe even in the universe, that, that happened to at that particular moment with that particular information. So it's important. You know, I, I, my phone is full of voice notes like you wouldn't believe. I don't know if I have three or 4,000 voice notes on this phone. Now, do I go and, and go through every single one every single day? No, obviously. But as soon as something like that happens to me, I just make a quick voice note because I know that is something powerful. I might need to go back to that. It may tie me or link me to something else that I may need, need in the future. So those kind of ideas, those kind of downloads, <clears throat> why they hugely important, hugely important. Don't, don't discard them uh, as just, you know, no big deal. The fact that you were able to go through that process just to get that information is huge, right? <clears throat> Quantum physics offers a probable explanation for the feasibility of this law. One of the founding fathers of quantum physics and Nobel Prize winner, Max Planck, once said, as a man who, does, as a man who has devoted his whole life to the most clear-headed science, the study of matter, I can tell you as a result of my research about the atoms this much, there is no matter as such. All matter originates and exists only by virtue of a force which brings the particles of an atom to vibration and holds this most minute solar system of the atom together. 
we must assume that behind this force, the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind. This is the mind of the matrix, matrix of all matter. Okay. So what are we talking about here? Max, Max Planck, one of the greatest quantum physicists of all time, is saying that we're living in a holographic universe made of waves of light and frequency and vibration. And every atom is, is, is operating or, or, or vibrating at a specific frequency, right? And it goes much deeper than that. Um, what he began to really pull away the veil was that we are really living in a, a, a conscious matrix, a matrix made of light. So the movie has a lot of real good correlations to this. It's really amazing. This conscious matrix is like we're living in a creation that is artificially intelligent or maybe or div divinely intelligent uh, that has the capability of running software programs and then allowing spiritual beings to inhabit coding, like inhabit an avatar body, like I'm inhabiting this avatar body right now. This body is not really me. Who am I? Right? Who am I? Who is me? You know, I'm Billy Carson. Well, like Proctor, Bob Proctor says, well, who is Billy Carson? That's the name that was given to you. Right? This body is not really me. I'm, I'm utilizing this body right now in this temporal moment. But the real me is not even here. I'm, I'm a stream of information that's being encapsulated into this body to for the purpose of animation, to animate it. So let's look at this matrix a little bit. <clears throat> Where do you find the matrix? Well, the matrix itself and even the movie, they got that name from the Bible. The matrix <clears throat> name, the term matrix, that actually comes from the Bible. Five Bible results for the matrix from the King James Version. Exodus 13, 12, thou shalt set apart unto the Lord all that openeth the matrix and every firstling that cometh of the beast which thou hast, the male shall be Lord's. Now, Exodus 13, 15, and it come to pass that the Pharaoh would hardly let us go, that the Lord slew the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both the firstborn of man and the firstborn of the beast. Therefore, I sacrifice the Lord all that openeth the matrix, being males, but the firstborn of all my children I redeem. And I can go on and on and on. So what is this matrix that they keep talking about this being born? What is this being born that they're talking about? I mean, you just look at it. Every single one is basically saying the same exact thing. When you really analyze these verses, you begin to understand that what the writer is trying to tell you is that there's two realities. One reality, what you're living in, which is uh, artificial. In other words, it's this programming code is this coded reality and then to get to the true reality you have to be born you have to be born in other words you have to come out of the womb you have to uh awaken right that's really what it is it's raising yourself to a higher level of consciousness what does the matrix mean in the bible it's the translation of the hebrew word rechem which means womb the matrix is a womb and what does a womb do births right and openeth meaning that which uh that which opens so the phrase means that which opens the womb so we're talking about giving birth so when you exit the matrix according to the bible you're being born again you're being born into a higher level of thought a higher level of con you're becoming aware of what's really happening what's really going on you're you're now gaining another level of awareness before you were just operating on the programming code right so when you begin to 
develop this level of consciousness, you begin to understand that we are living in a matrix, a matrix that's coded. Whether the, the, the fact that I believe it's divine energy, it doesn't really make a difference. What the true reality of it is, divine energy is being, in my opinion, transmitted into this dimension. I believe that the human consciousness is coming in from higher dimensions and streaming down and then being encapsulated into this mind. <clears throat> and then once you, once you actually uh, understand it, you realize that you're just a digit. You being in this body is like being a digit on a radio, uh, uh, radio uh, channel, right? A, a radio station. So in other words, if I, if I own a radio station and I'm broadcasting out radio stations, radio signals, and people are picking up these signals, 99.1, 99.2, 99.3, and so forth and so on. I could be 99.1. That's the frequency that I've encapsulated from the universal consciousness. You're 99.2, that person 99.3. And so our avatars are tuned to these specific frequencies. We're picking up these frequencies. We're animating these bodies and we're operating. Now, the thing about these bodies is these bodies, these avatars, they come with programming code built in. They come with RNA, they come with DNA. You know, this for a fact, through just simple science that our bodies store 15 to 20 generations of epigenetic memories. We come in here hard-coded memories and information from ancestors in our body that's very hard to escape. What this scene here in the Matrix is, <clears throat> it's showing you he had gotten to the point where he understood that that was true. And that was a version of his reality. But the new reality and the new paradigm he's creating is he's understanding that he can reprogram his own body. He can reprogram his own mind because he realized the coding in our bodies can be altered and changed. This is this has now been proven to be true. And we're going to cover that shortly. <clears throat> Another thing that's interesting about our reality is in this third dimension. <clears throat> What we're considering to be solid matter is not really solid matter at all. And so we're living in this illusory state of being in the third dimension where solid matter really only is solid based off of the illusion from a hologram projected from our own mind. Let me explain further. In physics, they found out that everything that exists in the third dimension exists as a wave. Waves of what? Waves of light. We can't see them because we only see a small percentage of the light spectrum, but they are waves of light. And I mean, everything exists as waves. All particles, atoms, everything, quarks, leptons, they all exist as waves of light. Okay. What happens is when a conscious observer or consciousness interacts with those waves, they collapse those waves into solid matter. This right here, what you're looking at is the first picture, photograph of a particle that is in the middle stages of converting from a wave into a particle. This is something in quantum physics we call wave-particle duality. So in physics and chemistry, wave-particle duality holds that light and matter exhibit properties of both waves and particles. A central concept of quantum mechanics, duality addresses the inadequacy of conventional concepts like particle and wave to meaningfully describe the behavior of quantum objects. The idea of duality is rooted in a debate over the nature of light and matter dating back to the 1600s. And we've known about this for a very, very long time. Isaac Newton and Kristen Huygens would debate about this back in the day. But now, finally, today, we've got proof, we have validation that nothing is really here except consciousness. Okay? 
consciousness is what's really here. And what's interesting is, for example, even the fact that I can pick up this jar, right? I'm holding this jar in my hand. I don't know if you can see me or not. I'm holding a jar. But the only thing that stops my hand from passing through that jar, because we know that atoms are mostly empty space, I'm not actually touching the jar. What's happening is the atoms in my, the electromagnetic frequency around the atoms in my fingers are, are repelling the electromagnetism in the atoms in this jar. And so what's happening is, I think I'm actually holding this jar, but I'm not holding it. This is a result of magnetic field repulsion. Now, if I were to phase shift the atomic frequency of the vibration of the atoms in my hand, I can pass them right through this jar and the liquid in the jar with no problem. No problem. My hand wouldn't even be wet. I'd pass it right through if I can match that subatomic frequency, right? So we know that what, what is here is really truly illusory. But the benefit to knowing this is understanding that there's a superposition. Everything exists only as probabilities until it's collapsed into a reality. That's what's important about what I'm saying. Your reality is not fixed. Your destiny is not hard-coded and set. It can be changed. It can be altered. The Anunnaki, they had uh, they, uh, a few of them called themselves the ordainers of destiny, right? And so what they would do is they would look at this crystal tablet that they had. It sounds like a sounds like a, uh, a you know an iPhone tablet or whatever you guys call the iPad, right? And they would see all the superpositions, all the possibilities that could happen um, based on decisions that they would make, and then they would pick one, and then they would then make all the decrees and all the rules and laws based on the reality they want to collapse into their own reality tunnel, and they call themselves the ordainers of destiny. See showing that there's a superposition, meaning that there's multiple things that can happen depending on what decision you think or what decision you make, and that information can be collapsed into one solid reality. And wave-particle duality is huge because it proves that we're living in a projected hologram. We are living in a creation. There's no doubt the Bible, the Quran, the Sumerian tablets, the, the Enumi Elish, the Mahabharata, we're living in a created universe. There's no way to dispute that. It's created. We know that the, we know the mathematics now. The mathematics have been discovered in supersymmetry by Professor James Gates at University of Maryland, former presidential uh, scientific advisor. They discovered him and his team of physicists discovered that we are living in a program matrix. And the code that operates and allows us uh, this, this matrix to form and actually operate it's the same exact code that runs search engine browsers and websites on your computer and your phones. We're in this, we live in that code. That's the code we're living in. No wonder why we made it as above, so below. We duplicated what's already inside of our processing. We just, re we just replicated it, made it a website, made an internet, made a website, you know, made phones that run on the same coding and programming. It's a special kind of coding called error correcting codes. We're living in that exact same system uh, from this quote unquote, biological standpoint, but everything, including our bodies, exists as waves of light. Matter of fact, when you're not looking at something, it doesn't even, it's not even there. If you're not home, and you're not looking at your house, the house is a wave, a wave of probabilities. Now that wave has a specific frequency. So when you look at it or when somebody else looks at it, those waves collapse into that same frequency. That frequency is locked into a, specific, a particular shape of a structure. So we can all identify the same type of structure when it's looked at, right? When you look at me, 
I'm collapsing, you collapse away function into this avatar body that has a look that no matter who looks at me, it's, it's a very similar look. Even though people see people slightly differently, I'm very similar no matter who looks at me because the frequency that makes this avatar body collapses. We have to learn how to hack our, the nature of our reality. We have to learn how to hack the nature of our reality, right? We have to understand a couple things. So maybe a small overlap here. Thanks, Theo. The trees look great. Thanks. You know, U.S. Bank has great business checking accounts for all of those leaves. Would I be able to open a checking account with no monthly maintenance fee? Yep, online or at any of our branches. Oh, what about helping me estimate next month's cash? We've got forecasting tools for all that green. Wow, that's a thing? For sure. We really got to the root of all my problems. And I will leave the tree biz to you. <laughs> business checking accounts that do more for your business. That's what U.S. Bank is for. Up here again from a previous presentation I may have done, but we have to tell people about the double slit experiment, right? You have to understand that this experiment was done uh, just as a random thing. Let's see what particles look like, microscopic particles look like on the, on, on the back wall of a box if we shot them through a slit. Just so we can analyze what happens when they have the impact against the wall, something crazy happened. <coughs> First of all, they started shooting individual particles a microscopic little gun through the slit. When they were shooting it through the slit, they were like, okay, one slit, it just it created a digital pattern. They added a second slit. When they added a second slit, it wasn't digital anymore. When they added a second slit and they were shooting one particle at a time, it created a wave pattern on the back wall. Now, what's interesting is a wave pattern means that particle shot from the little gun and turned into a wave of light, a wave of potentials, and then interacted with itself and created a wave pattern on the back wall. So scientists said, man, this is crazy. How can this be? We're shooting solid bits of matter and it's creating a wave pattern. It shouldn't be. So they took a little tiny microscopic camera to put in a looking device to see what was happening. And they put the looking device in there to check out what was happening. This is where it gets interesting. The little electrons that they were shooting through the slits decided we were being looked at. Now we're going to collapse and maintain our particle status. We'll, make, we'll, we'll, we'll stay solid now. So when the, the act of looking in at, at what was happening, told the, the particle said, okay, well, you guys are looking at me now. I'm going to go ahead and be solid. I'll, be a, I'll make a becomes a wave. What does this mean? It means two things. The first thing it means is that particles, whether it's an atom, whether it's an electron, whether it's a photon, they're all conscious. They're all conscious. Now just think about that for a minute. Every atom has an electron orbiting it. That means every electron, and that means every atom is conscious because electrons are conscious, because electrons can make a decision. They can make a decision based off of What's looking at them? That's huge. The second thing is, everything exists first as a wave of potentials before a reality is collapsed into existence. So the importance of this is that your life is not hardcore set. There are alternatives that you can take in your life. You don't have to, it, it, just because of where you started doesn't mean you're going to end up there. Look where I started. 
hardcore. I, I started underneath the ghetto. Some of the people that I know today that are hardcore thugs and gangsters, they claim to be hardcore. They couldn't survive what I went through, what my family went through. They would, they would, they, they could, a lot of that stuff is fake. It's all a front what they're putting out here on these streets and all this on social media. 